XM 105, Sirius 206, the Opie and Anthony Channel. The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. Someone tell me why I do the things that I Someone tell me why I act like a fool when things don't go my way. You're around me, somebody else. There is the reason, I guess. Having it once gone too far. When you clean out the hive, does it make you want to cry? It's the Ron Fez Show on a Thursday. Tonight's the last 30 Rock. We're going to be saying about a 30 Rock after all these years. Jesus. Which reminds me, Rachel Dretch, next I'm asked, 
Uh, Rachel Dretch, make sure you make it over to the iBang and get tickets for that. Very, very cool. I have a prediction here. Mind-blowing. We're going to hear behind the scenes of what really happened. I'll just put it this way. Did a rape take place at Saturday Night Live? If so, we'll know about it. This will blow a fucking roof off that fishbowl. The, well, the, gla- the glass will shatter. Well, it's not really a roof. It's like that trampoline up there. And they got a new one. They got a new trampoline. I saw people get very excited about that. I'm excited about it. I hated the old trampoline. What I are love- they doing with the old one? Uh, they gave it to um, Washington, if I want to be honest. <laughs> the XM people. They get all this stuff. They get any stuff that we haven't eaten here. They get some of our old pretzels. Really stale. Yeah. It's, Not so much salt left on I wish Fez, I wish I hadn't even brought it up, because nah. now I feel bad. I was feeling, like, fucking awesome, and now I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot XM. We left them behind. They have some Crystal Pepsi, too, from back in the day that was up here. And the Diet Orange Crush that no one drinks here. And the old ice cream sandwiches from the old days. <sighs> what the fuck happened to that Klondike bar? Mm, wow. Freezer. That is the perfect Super Bowl commercial. What the fuck <laughs> happened to the Klondike bar? The Rachel Dratch Unmask is a week from today. That's a week from today. Go to the iBang to see how you can get in the studio audience. See, I wasn't paying attention. Is it today? No, it's okay. a week from today. I see, when you started talking, I wasn't listening. And then I heard today, and I was like this. Where's my tie? Um, coming up a little bit, the beautiful Kate Mara is going to be here, and we're going to have a Twitter contest for that, and you're going to be able to re-win uh, some what I like to call sign Kate Mara gear. And she is, um, I'm going to use the word stunning. She's a stunning young lady, so we're all excited. She's here for House of Cards. Here's how you're going to win. It's at underscore Kate Mara, and that'll be up at the iBank on Twitter, but you want to get on top of that. She's going to come in at about... 15 minutes or so. Now, I was listening to ONA today. Uh, the wedding excitement is just going through the building. Wherever I go, people are excited about the wedding. But there was a couple of questions on ONA, so I'll try to answer them now. Let's uh, play the first one that we have. Uh-oh. He's, uh, he's all blinded by this marriage thing. He doesn't care about it anymore. Who the sure? fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the groom-to-be? I was going to yeah. say the bride-to-be. Uh, he's all butterflies right now. Is he? Yeah. Roddy did some radio with us, and then afterwards I, I hung with him and Fezzi for a second. And oh, yeah. the first words out of Fezzi was, So are you here? I'm getting married. <laughs> <laughs> just, see? Well, at least my mom will be happy I'm marrying a girl. I do. Oh, God. <laughs> I do. You know how bad Why haven't we had stand up and ob- I want to stand up and object. Oh, God, yes. There will be no objections. I'm going to talk to Don Cumia, Anthony's sister, and say that has to be taken out because they worry about hecklers. It could get bad, man. Because I don't want any cold feet in this situation. And again, kudos to... Opie, because he nails Fez's voice. I don't think that sounds a thing like me. Did you hear I'm getting married? My mom's got to be happy because it's a girl. That is, that does sound like you. That doesn't sound anything like me, but yes, my mother would be thrilled. 
All right, now let's hear the next question that they had. <laughs> she, uh, you think she's going to move in with uh, Fezzi? It. Nice place instead of that fucking shithole she lives in? I would think so. I don't want to tell Ron Bennington what to do, but I, if I was him, I would insist on it. Yeah. So yeah. there's no fucking uh, fakery here. Well, we have to consummate the marriage. There has to be a, if they get married, they have to at least live together for a month. Oh. And, and I, I want it in writing. Ron Bennington, please. Jesus. The eye bag. Well, I had to put a splint on Fez's dick. <laughs> I don't know. It was like playing with warm Play-Doh. Well, let's get a couple of things here. Uh, B, Fez, you got to lose this reputation about your soft dick. Yes, uh, I know who I don't want making a toast. <laughs> that's true. But everyone, I think, should get to make a toast. Great point. Everybody should get the opportunity to make a toast. Uh, but the live together, first of all, Opie, my word is bond. So you don't even need the written stuff. But, yeah, they will make a go out of these kids have got to live together for a month. Now, I don't remember putting down any terms for Opie's marriage. Well, no one thought that was fake. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was the thing. We didn't, when when Opie got married, we weren't sitting around going, what is he trying to pull? <laughs> um, but good point, Fez, now that you made it. That is a very good point. Uh, but no, these kids, and really won't be up for me to put it in, in writing, but if that's where we are in this, I'll have them sign that it'll be 30 days guaranteed that they will stay together. Now, sometimes it could be at Fez's apartment, sometimes it could be in Staten Island, but both of you need that opportunity to know. You know, I mean, this gets a little nerve-wracking, especially for two virgins. Oh, that's the fucking album cover. Oh. Fucking two virgins is that John Lennon album cover? Fez, you guys have got to pose like that. That's going to be the picture that's going to be hanging up. Perfect. See, this is why it's good when we disagree. Because <coughs> then we come up with stuff like this. This is perfect. And who's a bigger uh, John Lennon fan than Patty? And Fez looks just like Yoko. All right, so you got the full frontal, and then there's also an ass pick. Yeah, this is... I. Don't know if I want to go nude here for my wedding photo. Well, it won't be the wedding photo, but it'll be like that. Um, be what like was the... that poster that we had up for Dave? It was... And his hair was so fucking hideous. Remember? I looked at that. I don't even recognize the man anymore. Because he tried to look good for his wedding, and he went out and got a mongoloid haircut <laughs> and and clean shaven as well. Yeah, cut it right to the bone. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, not to the bone. There was still. <laughs> A lot of red hair in there. Um, but look at that picture. You wouldn't mind doing that one, right, Fez? I could do that one, yes. Asses out for the wedding. Who took uh, the other picture for that poster? I believe it was my Kaka, who's now in Chicago. So I might be flying you guys out for a photo shoot. Put that down as part of this stuff. Gary and Rob want to know what it's going to cost. My wedding planners. This will be nice because we won't have to pack uh, any clothes for Chicago so th for this. They're letting us, 
come up with our own budget, right? Yes. Tablecloths, flowers. Flowers, bouquets, boutonnieres, everything. Jewelry. Put down $14,000 for candy. Candy, 14000 And then Got behind it. that parentheses, just put nose. And I'll know what that means. Because... <laughs> hell of a party. Well, it won't be. That <laughs> keeps me moving and organizing. <laughs> I used to write that into a lot of budgets. <laughs> How are we losing money on these gigs? Whatever. It's just overhead. <laughs> so you have no problem signing papers that you'll live together for a month? I will do that. I made this commitment five years ago. I totally forgot that I made it. Now, I'm sure virgins have married each other before because of Mormons. But could this be... The oldest virgin marriage in history. Well, Would first, Guinness maybe give us a write-up? Probably, because look, people weren't or living... at least a couple six-packs? Mm, people weren't living that long back <coughs> in the day, so fuck it. That, most of history is just fucking taken people out. don't live that long now! <laughs> look at them! It could be. I mean, Patty's 60. I'm pushing 30. <laughs> Jesus, what the fuck? Why is... And excuse me, is your head still hurt? My head is throbbing. I don't want to alarm you. There's a pulsating egg sac in my temples. But you have like a caveman brow above your eyebrows. There's like a shelf there. Look at it. My head feels like it is filled with air and the top of the skull is being ripped off. Like it's just overinflating. You got wedding genitors. That's what this is. Swelling of the brain. Thanks to wedding. If we can't get Mike Kaka because he's in Chicago, I know we can get Black Girl. He loves And I want this to look exactly like that picture. We'll have to find everything they have in the background. Now I'm starting to wonder if that is a mustache shadow. It would be a mustache shadow going up? You act like I'm the crazy one. I don't fucking know. I'm just trying to put some madness together here. Uh, Kate Mara coming in in uh, a little bit. A big Twitter contest. We're going to have sign gear from her. Sign gimmicks. Sign tchotchkes. Um, it is uh, at underscore Kate Mara. Um... What was yesterday's winner? Because that was a total fuck up at the end of the show. Even though I do end every show with anything else, boys? No. no. Anything at all? Nothing. Yesterday's winner? Not really Richie. Not really Richie gets the fucking prize. Okay, not really Richie. So, boom. I feel very bad for the gentleman who actually wrote in. Mike Martinez at Big Mike 1198. How many Big Mikes are out there? Thousands. What, everybody that's named Mike just think they're so fucking large? Look at me, I'm Big Mike. <laughs> and in charge. Big Mike. You never run into Big Simon. Here comes Big Simon. Simon's just a fucking game. Still? Oh, yeah. It's still around? Yeah. So's Bop It. Okay. Which, which was like a shittier fucking version of Simon. Um... Are we going to have the bridesmaids dinner? Is that going to be at Opie's apartment? Remind me to check with him. 
It should be. That's the perfect place for it, for the girls to get together. Um, and find out, because I want to give everybody things to do. See if Anthony can bring guns, which would be great. I'm sure he could, but I, I, this isn't like an Iranian wedding ceremony <laughs> where I want them shooting <laughs> off in the sky afterwards. But, but it would look great if the entire wedding party was strapped. Another thing I want to talk with Opie about is bridesmaids. Is there any way we can get Big A in a wig? We have wigs. Is there any way to get him out of one? You know something, Fez? You're not going to end up having a nice wedding if you mean to everybody. I know your head fucking hurts. My head is is really in agony today. Maybe if you didn't refuse the fart, you wouldn't have these problems. Push. I think it's medication, not holding in gas. Um, somebody get a hold of Patty okay. and tell her to change her Facebook status to engaged. See, I'm going to be walking around with a clipboard, <laughs> making sure everything happens properly. It's just got to be on point. This is fucking going to be a stupendous wedding. Mm. I can't wait. And the young lady that Jim had in yesterday, right? Bailey J. Does she sing? Not sure. No, she I like to get a couple songs out there. I like when people sing. It makes the wedding really nice. I don't want some, and no offense to Who Kid, uh, DJ. Live? We're going to live this thing? I like live music. I'm old school that way, all right? And no fucking backing tracks either. I'm doing it the way we when I grew up in Memphis. Just fucking rockabilly. Grew up in Memphis? The point is okay. that my dog's name was Memphis. It's a pretty good dog name. And I don't want to be, you know, panicking everyone, but we're going to run out of time. Um, Lance in Louisiana, you're on running Fez. Hey, morning, buddy. Hey, Fez, the, uh, in, in the middle of the ceremony, when they say you may kiss the bride, uh, are you going to step patty that big, luscious tongue of yours? What's wrong with a rim job? <sighs> you may now rim the bride. <laughs> Spread that shit. Get in there. It's another thing I want to talk to Don about. Playing rim job in the ceremony. I think we can get that in there. Same problem. It's up to her. She is a Unitarian um, priestess. The phrase and the tongue. Get in there. And, you know, unlike Dave's, we have enough time, so I don't want her to download <laughs> from the internet the stuff to say. Well, come on. It was a nice template. Just the names. <laughs> Do you, Dave, take... She, what's that? Casey. She started the wedding vows with HTTP. <laughs> now that wedding's finally been suppressed. That's, that was like a MySpace wedding. All right? Yeah, this what? is a fucking Instagram wedding. Or even Pinterest. All right, I don't. I haven't been there yet. Pinterest is just like you put pictures up. That's weird because my bank is Pine Trust, so that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Well, they're already involved in a slip and fall when I went to my ATM machine. Oh man! And they also got a, a fucking letter from me that I thought the ATM machine was ass to mouth, and was really disappointed. Wait, it isn't. It may be. I just don't know how to use it properly. I forgot my fucking code word. 
Because most of the porn I fucking watch is ATM. No matter what I do, my password is always poop. No matter what I do, whether it's do you, do you put that bank out card, yeah, just poop. Because I can always remember it. Everybody poops. Great fucking book. Right? Which, for some reason, is tied up and can't be made into a movie. Maybe I can talk to Kate Mara about it today. Hey, Kate. <sighs> I've got a pitch for you. Kate, sit down. I'm going to just give you the elevator pitch. In, you know, 30 <laughs> seconds, if you don't buy it, we go our separate ways. The book, Everybody Poops, starring you. Would you do it? You're the every woman, so this works. I'm every woman, and we all poop. Oh. You have to. It's part of being a mammal. Imagine they get rid of that, though, somehow with science, where you don't have to fucking poop anymore. Your asshole will be useless. But, well, not really. There's still other uses. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. At least mm. as a, just a functionary thing. I don't mm. think functionary is a word. It is for you. <laughs> uh, okay, for the Twitter contest, the new show is House of Cards, only on Netflix. They bypass everybody else. And two-time Academy Award winner uh, Kevin Spacey's in it. The great Robin Wright. And uh, Kate Mara, uh, at underscore Kate Mara for the Twitter contest. Let's bring her in. Kate Mara is in studio with us. The new uh, show is House of Cards on Netflix.com. Kate, welcome. Thank you. Now, I've watched the first two episodes, and these are the most horrible people in the history <laughs> of the world. Oh, good. I'm there glad you had that reaction. There is no one on the show where you think to yourself, I hope they end up okay. <laughs> I'm going to take that as a compliment. It is Washington, D.C., and we yeah. do love to hate Washington, D.C. People do. Yeah. But, yeah, all, all of the characters on the show, everyone has some sort of flaw. Well, your character wants the fast track and is willing to take the easy way. But... <laughs> yeah. Um, and when I talk about all the horrible people on the show, no one is more horrible than Kevin Spacey in this. <laughs> he is the worst Machiavellian in, in history, and you... Are like a fly, I believe. Kind of into that. Yeah, being led into the spider's web. Hmm. But my character is also very... Zoe Barnes is her name. She's also very um, smart and knows that um, maybe letting letting uh, Francis Underwood manipulate her, she's sort of manipulating him as well in, in getting these big stories. And... But does she, is, does she want these big stories because she's a journalist and wants the truth out there, or does she just want fame and power out of it? Um, I think that she wants to be a good journalist, but power is a very attractive right. thing to her. 
which I, which is why she's attracted to him and his you know because of because of his power and um and that I think that's what strikes that's what how the relationship forms she's got like serious guts and and um and he maybe rec- recognizes a little bit of himself like a younger version of himself in her because she her crazy drive mm-hmm. but I wonder if that's like a reflection of the generation now of let's get it fast like let's not work for something for 10 20 years because you can't even imagine that far Mm. ahead let's get it fast everybody wants you know it instantly what but and also it's just uh another the fact that our show that the entire series the entire season is coming out on 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 one day Mm -hmm. is is another version of that of people wanting everything right away and not having to wait every week for a new episode um, How that's weird the is world that we live in, though. How weird is that when you think about it? That an entire season just would come out at the same time. It's cr- it's pretty crazy. But you know, a lot of people watch like that. Like they'll go, "I haven't watched Girls yet. I'm going to watch it this weekend." Yeah. Uh, but everybody, I feel like most people wait or forget that a show is on, you know, and don't watch it live, and then have a couple episodes to watch in a row, and so they'll watch them in a row. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how fast people watch this series. You know, we got into this conversation, too, and then uh, Soderbergh actually said the same thing, that we're becoming more of like a TV culture than a movie culture. Yeah. Where, who would have Well, thought? the line is sort of... Yeah. There is no real line anymore. There used to be. It was such a difference between TV and film, but now if you have David Fincher... Doing a series, it, you know. that's crazy. So yeah. you get, you get the call. Okay, it's David Fincher, mm. it's uh, Kevin Spacey, it's the great Robin Wright, yeah, and it's TV. Oh, by the way, it's not really kind of TV because it's Netflix, right? And you download it. You you had to think to yourself, what? Well, I didn't have to think. I was like, yeah. yes, of course, <laughs> I'm going to do but that. <laughs> were you surprised that that Spacey would even say, yeah, this sounds cool? Um, I, I, no, I was, I just thought, okay, well, all of those people that you just named have mm-hmm. impeccable taste. Right. So th- I, I, they obviously know what they're doing. Um, and the fact that it isn't a TV series, it's its own brand of, it's, it's a new, it's a completely new thing, a new idea. Um, do you consider it TV or do you no, consider it something else? It's somewhere in between. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, maybe they'll come up with a new, uh, you know, new term for it. But um, it, you know, because it was, ma- it, it looks like a film, and right. we we shot it. Um, we shot every two hours. A, a new director would shoot uh, two hours instead of just coming in. Usually, when people do TV shows, it's you know a director will do an hour. Um, so it was a very different vibe. It felt like we did like six movies in a row with the same cast and with the, the same, same crew, cast and just cruising, but just different directors. Now, do you know where your character was going to go on first episode to the last episode? Yeah, that was another one of those things yeah. that when I sat down with David. And talked about it. He, you know, he literally told me all of the major, um, uh, all of the arcs and everything with my character. And I, I you know, I knew what was going to happen throughout the whole show. So I didn't have to go into it blindly, which if you do a TV show that. You don't have you. You usually get the episode, you know, a couple of days before you start shooting or whatever, and and that's very unsettling. Right. 
And but with this, it was like doing a movie. I knew I knew all thirteen hours what was going to be happening. Yeah, because some of like the people on Homeland didn't even know that they were helping terrorists. They were like, I didn't find out till later on that I was really helping. That stresses me out. I yeah. want to know. I, I but I you know I like to know. I like to be in control of. I just like to know what to expect. I don't need to know. I know that like the line, you know, obviously the dialogue and stuff is going to change. But if you have an idea of where you're going to go and if you're evil and if you're not, you know, all mm -hmm. of those things, I feel like that's really helpful. Well, I, it's an amazing cast having Fincher involved with it. I brought up Robin Wright when I think if there was justice in the world, we would talk about Robin Wright same way as De Niro. I think you would Robin say. Robin Wright is a genius yeah, actress. Yeah. Just brilliant. And no matter what she does, you're just yeah, she's mesmerizing. Focused in on her, there's something about her. Yeah. So you've got these heavy hitters. You got to bring your A game to that. You got to be oh, ready. Yeah, I I couldn't just show up. I right. had to really do the homework. Um, but that's the kind of thing that like I've that I really have always wanted from uh, from a job mm -hmm. is to be seriously challenged and to have to do the work. Um, I, you know, I couldn't just show up on set with, you know, doing scenes with Kevin Spacey and right. David Fincher without but doing some serious homework. You were a theater first, right? Um, I started out, you know, doing a lot of community theater because uh -huh. uh, I, I grew up in Bedford, New York, and no one had ever been an actor in my family. And so instead of having, you know, acting lessons, I just did a lot of really bad plays. And, that, and your parents had no idea that you were... As serious as you were about um, it. No, they knew I was serious. I, yeah. From a very young age, I was leaving like notes on their pillows every night. <laughs> Please help me find an agent. <laughs> they were like, who are you? How, I don't know what to do with you. But... Um, but it worked. Eventually, yeah. the, eventually, we, you know, a friend of a friend was gave us the number of an agent when I was fourteen, and that's really how it all started. So you were how young when you said, "This is what I really want to do." I think nine. That's crazy because that's the stuff that you're supposed to grow out of. You're not supposed to yeah. let a nine year old make adult decisions that you're going to be following for the rest of your life. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, you know, as a kid, I would, I wanted to do it, and then it just, it instead of it getting less. Um, intense for me or, or I, I just became more and more serious about it as yeah. I got older so um, it's the only thing I ever ever wanted to do there's no question for me but you go out of your way to kind of pick funky things to do you know? yeah I mean because I, I think because I've been acting for so long I, I'm I'm much more clear now about what I what I'm interested in doing what kind of roles I'm interested in playing so I don't like, I don't want to work just to work, mm -hmm. which I used, you know, I used to have that mentality. You just want to, I want to get up and have something to do every day. I used to be like that yeah. more. And now, now I would rather wait and, and find, you know, the more interesting project rather than just work on something, you know. Just but that's to, still nerve-wracking, right? Because yeah. actors have that. We always think we're never going to get hired again. <laughs> always. No matter who. Yeah, I think so. You know, Dustin Hoffman's like, well, I'll never get another This will be the last call. one. That's it. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, you grew up in a football family. Your family, uh, the, the Steelers and the Giants, so Super Bowl week <laughs> must be crazy for you right like yeah everybody's all pumped up for it um well i guess the you know because neither of my teams are yeah for a change i mean you seriously <laughs> I know, I the know. steelers and the giants you really can't you've had plenty of opportunities we've been very spoiled the past yeah. few years i have to say but um but it's you know i don't really 
care that much about the outcome of the game, but uh-huh. but I do love watching it. It'll be fun. I, I love watching. But it's hard for you to say I want the Ravens to I, be. It's sort the, of impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. But, but we shot this entire series in Baltimore. Yeah. And from you know my hotel window, I could see the stadium. So it's I, I sort of feel like I should be rooting for them. Well, that town is uh, really wants it so bad. I mean, they've I been know. getting crazier and crazier. Where in New York, this market, they're just like, yeah, we're back. It's going to be World Series. It's going to be Super Bowl. We're used to it. Mm. Down there, they're like, look at us. We're little, (laughs) and we want something to happen. Um, Who was your favorite player as a kid? Oh, LT. Really? Yeah. I mean, as a a kid, you remember, like, I remember certain things about, you know, growing up, going to the stadium, and... Mm -hmm. And I remember one of my first memories uh, is meeting LT and just and just hearing from my dad, like what an incredible player he was. Right. So him and Phil Sims, those were like those were the guys that I grew up knowing that I should I should like them. <laughs> but that's really weird, too, because it's like the difference between like my dad pointed out players to me, mm. but he'd never had scouted them. He had never <laughs> sat around and said, this is the guy who could play. Right. So you right. were get you were like on this fast track as yeah. a little girl. Yeah. And then you turn your back on that, on the family business. I and turned I, my back I on I want to perform. I said, Dad, I am not going to be a football player. I am going to be an actor. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to live your life. Okay, I don't know which movie that was. You remember it? it was um, one Friday of, Night Lights, was are you kidding Friday me? Night it's Lights? one of my favorites. But there was like eight of them that came together at the same time. I think you just quoted Lucas Black from Friday Night Lights. Finally. Finally. <laughs> See, this is why I think you're going to do well in the dating world. Why? Because you know football. It's going to be very, very or nice. Or I just know quotes from Friday Night Lights. Well, either way, <laughs> if, you can qu- if you can quote movies and, uh, and watch football, you're going to like, where are you going to watch the game at? Um, probably home. Yeah? Yeah. I would say, hey, Spacey, Robin Wright, let's all get together. We'll go to Fincher's house. And make a day out of this. It's not a bad idea. Now, for you, normally when you have something coming out, it would be nerve-wracking, but you've got every episode coming yeah, out exactly. at the same time. Is that worse? Is it better? I think or? it takes the well, it takes the pressure off the um, the rate the ratings. Yeah, the whole rating thing. Yeah. Um. Uh. I think it's better. I feel like it's better all around. I'm wondering now if every show. We'll start doing that. Yeah, we'll start and do this. I can't. Well, I don't see what I, I don't see the downside yeah. in it at all. I don't know, other than sports, if I watch any show now that when it's supposed to come out. Right. I I, mean, I don't either. And because network TV, if you're buying commercials there, you're not getting anything from me because I'm fast, fast forwarding. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm through all of them. Yeah. So this makes so much more sense to me. It makes so much sense to me too. And you can sort of just do with with the thirteen hours at you know at your own pace. Do whatever you want with it. Watch it all at once, or or be really good and and try and you know watch it over a period of time. But I'm greedy. I would probably just watch the whole. Yeah, thing. I'm gonna go through. <laughs> I'm gonna go through them one after another. Yeah. I'm just gonna sit there and and well now because also there's no more sports on the weekend. Yeah, it's the perfect time. Yeah, you got to lock yourself in weekend. Yeah, gets going. Uh, well, congratulations to you. I'm a big fan of Thank your work. Thank you so too. much. Like, um, so many. Uh, Peep World is uh, honestly one of those 
films I think everybody should see. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, Thanks. it's really a bizarre. <laughs> that's so random. Yeah, I, it's a bizarre. I wasn't expecting you to say that. Really interesting. <laughs> well, you were that the happy. Thank you more, please. Is that what most people bring up to no, you? No, I don't know what most. Um, I don't know. Just not that. <laughs> it's a really crazy, dark little film. I really it's dig weird, it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks. You make me now feel like I should be embarrassed for enjoying no, it. You no, know, not at all. No, I'm just, just turned around. I wasn't on expecting. Me. It. I was. It was a nice surprise. Well, it's a, it's a it's a cool little film. Thanks a lot. But this one is now the new way that we're going to watch. Uh, it's going to be on Netflix. Get the entire season the same day. Kevin Spacey, uh, Robin Wright, and of course, Kate Mara. Thank you so much, Thank Kate. Thank you. Best of luck with everything nice you do. Nice to meet you. Mara, uh, House of Cards premieres tomorrow. All the episodes at the same time, which, by the way, Hicks, I didn't know. I thought they would be coming out one at a time. Netflix, that's how. That's when the rest of the development That's where they out. roll. Yeah, Netflix is just going to bang out the entire series one shot. At underscore Kate Mara. By the way, she's just the sweetest, uh, nicest girl. Oh, yeah. Stunningly beautiful. Really sweet. Lovely young lady. And uh, her family... Owns two football teams. Her mother's side of the family, I believe, owns the Steelers. Uh, father's side of the family owns the Giants. Not a bad way to watch Paul. But to sit around and go, hey, it's kind of bad. Neither the Steelers or Giants are in. Do you realize out of those two franchises? About the last decade. You know, it's not like you own the Jags and the Texans. You've had a lot to cheer for. Just in her lifetime. <laughs> I wonder if her dad looks over, like, when everyone's like, yay. It's it's Grandpa says he's just looking over. Yeah. Good. Good for them. Um, so uh, Twitter is at underscore uh, Kate Mara. Really, really sweet, though. She's great. The peep world thing. Uh, I don't know why I brought that up out of nowhere. It's good. It was fucking film she's you know what? I like. felt bad about too. Though, like as soon as I said it, there's she has like this really hot sex scene in it, and oh. I'm like, maybe she thought I brought it up for that <laughs> oh, reason. <no. laughs> but the guy from uh, House of Lies is in it with her. Uh, Silverman is in it. Sarah Silverman. Dexter is in it. It's a really wacky, fucking dark little movie, like a, of a family that. Uh, doesn't get along. Sounds great. Don't be... Come on, Kate. Now I'm told that Twitter is having some problems today, so uh, we'll keep the Twitter contest going on for a while. At underscore Kate Mara. At underscore Kate Mara. Um, Fez, I just had a great idea. What's that? Bridesmaids, Kate and Rooney Mara. I love that. Do it. Dragon tattoo. Go for it. Now's the time to ask her, because on the way out the door, 
Ron Bennington is very smart and very sweet. Daddy issues. You know, um, she's, she's smart and sweet. But let me also say this about her. I don't want her finding out about your, I believe it's silly putty penis. I don't want that reputation out there. It's kind of embarrassing. Well, then maybe we shouldn't have played that clip. Since it was already out there live on O&A. And I don't need a splint. But you did say you have problems because of the medication. All right, I may need a small splint. Oh. The other thing that she said was, who's the caveman who brought me in here <laughs> with the big ridge across his forehead? <laughs> Fezzi, why was the... Pl- now we need the air back. It's back freezing. on. Because women come in here and they get so fucking cold. And I don't even notice it. I I feel I felt like the normal. It's normal. It's not even like oh, it's cold in here. Now, Fez, you, <laughs> why, why did you turn into a prospector? He, he, he likes to it's act cold in here. Wow, that was a shot. <laughs> he likes shot. to act things out in a way that we can understand. Yeah, he doesn't understand uh, where the period goes in a sentence. Just throw some more commas. <laughs> He just, and sometimes you'll even see a look of fear in his eyes as he tries to let you know that he understands. So he'll just keep explaining. Mm-hmm. Not like the other thing, but like some, yeah. that fucking thing you said uh, yesterday, it was something like it's a road map to something, and it was so fucking nutty. <laughs> I'm sure it did sound insane at the time, but if you go back and think about it, it makes sense. No, it never does. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, a lot going on today. Fez, I guess you want to get the gay thing out of the way at the Super Bowl? Oh, yes. That's, uh, it's up on the eye bang. Yep. Uh, Chris Culliver from the 49ers. And talking about how gay people would not be welcome in the locker room on the San Francisco team. Well, you forgot. He said it to Artie Scoop Lang. Because Artie Lang has now got the number one story. Forget the fact that there's journalists from all over the world there. Artie is the one who uh, got them to say that, got him to say that. Uh, And you have, uh, I I believe he's already apologized for us. I haven't heard that there was an apology yet. I'm going to do it for him, because he's going to be forced to apologize if he hasn't already. They all are forced to apologize, which, by the way, means nothing. It's It's like when your mom would go back and say that your sister isn't fucking, you know, doesn't look like a bird. You know, in your heart, you still believe it, but you don't want to get in any more trouble. And on the world stage of the Super Bowl, where it just, now people can at least hear this. How absolutely silly it sounds. No gay people in here. They're not welcome. Yes, they gotta right. get up out of here if, if, if they're on the team. It's a very good point. That's why freedom of speech is important because it kind of outs people. That's why you don't want to have uh, limits to speech so you can find out. And in this case... Uh, I would just say a confused young man. I was to say very confused, especially when he called being gay sweet stuff. No, that sweet stuff. Yeah, it might be like a, can't be with that sweet stuff. It might be like a black thing though, so that might slang. Yeah, it might be like black slang. Yeah, I don't think it's like football jargon. Um, that would still be the same thing as black slang. <laughs> um, he now apologizes and said everyone is 
treated equally in our locker room. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wish he went back and said it to Artie, though. I think that would be the best way. Um, yeah, I mean, that's why it's not that big a deal. Uh, Sean, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, uh, did Kate Maris say that her favorite football player was Lady Trucker? No, uh, that's Lawrence Taylor. He played for the Giants. Which, if I was his coach, first day I'd be going like this. Larry, you know what I mean? Like, I would try to, because I kind of got a feeling that one of the reasons why he's so mean is no one likes the word Lawrence. But Larry! Larry! I'm praying to you, Larry. It's nice to say that. That's friendlier. Um, here's uh, Jim. Jim, you're on the Run of Fest show. What's up, boys? Yeah, yeah. This, this is insane, man. First of all, he did it in San Francisco, which is the gayest city in the country. Gayest uh, city in the country, gayest city in the league, that's for sure. Do you think it's the gayest city in the country? I, I New think... York might, you know... There's Compete. plenty of those Columbus, Ohio, if you're looking for per capita, Key West per, per capita. Is Isn't Atlanta big. pretty good? Uh, oh, Atlanta. Yeah. You know, I remember my old bumper sticker, I'm not black and I'm not gay, but I live in Atlanta anyway. People would give me the big thumbs up. A lot of um, honking. Philadelphia, they've taken to call them the city of brotherly love now, because I guess brothers do it together there. So I think it's That's almost playing into a stereotype when you act like... One city is gayer than another one. I think as 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 long as you can find hipsters, you will find gays. Well, like uh, the a gay sports bar was uh, in San Francisco was the first one ever featured in Sports Illustrated. Well, I think either in the upcoming issue or this past week's issue. Great fun fact, Fezzi. That'll be fun for us. Uh, here is uh, Tony. You're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie, great callback with Peep World. That uh, scene at the end with Ron Riskin at the dinner table was just cringeworthy and holy cow. What a I thought movie. it was a great, dark, ugly family comedy, but the look of shock on her face when um, I brought it up was just stunning. Just stunning to me. She's taking it back a little, I'd say. What's that? Taking it back. Oh, okay. I didn't know what you meant by that. No, no I got it. Okay. All I heard was taking back, you know? Wow, I must oh. sound like a fucking crazy Cajun. I'm like snake in the back? <laughs> I wonder why that would be. No, you don't sound like a crazy Cajun. Oh. You sound like a man who drinks a lot. Oh. And whose tongue is now just could be swollen also. from alcohol. <laughs> um, we are doing, um, uh, I believe, is it... What is Hicks Humming? Is that the name of the show? What is Hicks Humming? And uh, it's Sports Edition today. Jock Jams, baby. So we will put it up. For the Super Bowl. Um, we, It is up? It's it's just now reloading, is what I'm saying. I'm just now being able to get on it. So, underscore at underscore Kate Mara. We're talking about Hum Along with Hicks. So here's what we're going to do. Fezzy, you're over there. Easy <laughs> seat. But Hicks over there. Gotta relocate. Get you some Advil. And you're having a whole fun day. Everybody's having fun. Uh, answering whatever question they want to answer, despite what gets asked. Um, <laughs> here's Jason and Shaolin. You're on the Run of Fed show. 
Oh, I lost you, buddy. Uh, Kevin, you're on the Run of Fed show. Hey, what's up, Ronnie? Yeah. I'm from the Eastern Shore of Virginia. Rehoboth has to be the gayest place. Rehoboth has always been pretty damn gay. Although, I can't, I'm surprised you forgot about it. <laughs> well, I didn't forget about it. I didn't want to bring it up to Fez. Because no. he was not allowed in the bottle of, cor- in bottle of cork over in Dewey Beach one time. <laughs> and the rusty rudder took him with open arms. There you go. Have a good day, buddy. You too, pal. Yeah, Rehoboth, uh, friendly, gay beach. A place for the gays down at the base. Rehoboth. They should feel safe. Your hand dry? Yeah. Good. Good. Then stop drying it. Toasty. Um, Let's hear a little bit of the What is Hicks humming. Okay. Sounds so much more okay, different when it's just uh, the hum. It, it seems so much better in my brain. Guess what? Before you're tough on yourself, you get I'm one up. for one. All right, let's go on to the next one. Because <laughs> I like to uh, hum along with Hicks here. Okay, we're going to be we're bringing it right now. Okay, this is number two. (laughs) That one I don't know, but it is fun looking along with the graphic at the time that you're doing it. I give you the the choices you have for it. All right, give me the song again and then the choices. Okay. No one could possibly get that. Right, Give me on. the choices. Okay. The Macarena by Los Del Mar. Macho Man by the Village People. This is How We Do It by Montel Jordan. Or Get Down Tonight by Casey and the Sunshine Band. Mm. Now, all these choices are from the Jock Jam's fucking playlist. So I'm going to say that one. Mm-mm. Wrong. Wrong. God. I missed <laughs> two in a row on that. All right, let's go on to question three. Here we go. So I'm one, uh, one for two. Okay. Now watch the, the graphics as you hum. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. 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 Did you swallow your tongue? No, Or no. was that actually part of it? Tongue's still here. All right, give me the choices. All right. Come on and ride it by the Quad City DJs. The Dip by Freak Nasty. No Diggity by Blackstreet. Or Con Night Joe by Rednecks. Wow. I'm just going to throw up one. And just, <laughs> no, yeah, no, that's wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm one right, two wrong. Started off so strong, too. <laughs> you nailed the first one. I know. Very okay. Proud. Here's number four. <laughs> I'm along with Hicks. It's up on the eye bank today. Mm-mm-mm. I like that shit. I can't understand what you're doing. It's 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 feels a lot more accurate when I'm listening to the song and humming. It doesn't in your head. Does it sound like an appendix attack to you? And that's what you're coming back with? Nope. I'm humming the song I'm listening to. I would rather have you now hum against a dolphin and see who would win. Oh, dolphins don't even have fucking vocal cords. They make like clicking sounds. Yes. Yeah. So it's even. (laughs) I'm talking right now. 
the humming thing, sure, I'm a little off. Do you want to fish, or do you want to jump through this ring? Uh, neither, because I'm a fucking human. Okay. You want your choices on this one? Want to throw, give a guess? Yeah. All right. Mo Money, Mo Problems by Notorious B.I.G. featuring Mace. Sure, just give me that. <laughs> jump around, House of Pain. Going out of my head, Fat Boy Slim, or Push It, Salt and Pepper. Uh, all right, I'm going to go with this. Wrong. Okay. <laughs> this can't be done. All right, this, here's comes the, here comes the last one. All right, here we go. Oh, I know this one. All right, am I crazier at the end of that one? Did I hear some shit drop? No poop came out. None. Are you humming through your mouth or your asshole? Mouth. Which otherwise, one's under your nose? Otherwise, it w- my mouth. Okay. Otherwise, it would be it fart sounds. Yes. Yes. No farting. No. None. Hey, can I take you out shopping and we're going to throw away the gun shirt? No, the gun shirt's cool. I know I know it's not popular to be... It probably look like I'm a pro gun guy right now. <laughs> First of all, you say it's not popular. You've been wearing it every day for five years. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple different ones. Not the same one. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny when they get dirty like that they look the same i gotta do some laundry yeah um jim you're on the run of fez show hey ronnie hey you gotta point out that hicks there's that scene of david brent on the british office where he's at doing the dance off and uh humming that song and that's exactly what hicks sounds like oh yeah i do remember when he did that little dance that was pretty uh well that was pretty amusing that's what it was well, these are up on the iBang, and you will have... All I know is the commercial that that one is from. Oh, I'll, I'll give you the choices. My God. Miami by Will Smith. We Like to Party by the Venga Boys. All I Have to Give by Backstreet. Or Ray of Light, Madonna. Hmm. None of them are named after an amusement park. No. None. I don't know if there's a Six Flags Miami. That'd be close to the Miami Will Smith song. Uh, did we just put this up? It's been up before. Um, all right. If you ever want to go over and just write in, what's Hicks humming meets Ricky Gervais? I don't even remember us doing this. Mm. What's Hicks humming versus uh, Ricky Gervais is up. Um, here's uh, Tom. Tom, you're on the Run Fest show. Hicks sounds like a kidnap victim with duct tape over his mouth in the trunk of a car trying to signal somebody to help him escape. It's true. <laughs> it's fucking true. I thought I was I thought this one was I was gonna be a lot more accurate because I mean it's jock jams, it's songs everyone knows. But listen it's always listening back to these things. I fucking don't know what's happening at the time. Coming up, it's unmasked with Rachel Dretch. If you'd like to come to that, just let us know over at the iBang. Over at the iBang, uh, Hicks, you're already mad at the Super Bowl for the um, Kate Upton thing. This the, this is Mercedes. First of all, there was the one earlier this week uh, where Kate Upton was with those kids. On the uh, there were some kids washing a car, and then she like just walked by it, and she was barely in it, fully clothed for the most part. She had a tank top on. Now Mercedes says, "Oh, we got another fucking uh, car commercial for you." This time, Kate Upton as well. And disappointing, to say the least. Their joke is, we're not giving you what you want to see, naked Kate Upton. 
It, it's not good for Mercedes. That's that's just. It's not people. good for Kate Upton, and it's not good for the economy. Mm-mm. I mean, this this one has Willem Dafoe in it and the, the Stones. So that's cool, but you know, okay, they say they, they're selling this as more Kate Upton shit. Now, was Willem Dafoe supposed to be the devil? Yeah. He, like, this guy, like, signed to deal with him to get the Mercedes and, like, a life of a baller and superstar. This is almost the deal that was signed with me, Fez. And, of course, Stalker Patty. Where I get, got them. But I think I got this. This September, set your soul free. The seductive CLA, starting under $30,000 from Mercedes-Benz. Hmm, Mercedes-Benz. It's fucking cheaper than a goddamn Pinto. Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> Top quality fucking parts in that fucking car. <laughs> I'm sure. All right, well, give us more Kate Upton, Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, full of So, guy. Fez, this is great. You have to watch less and less of the commercials from the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, because everyone's putting them out there. I Tomorrow, saw... do you want to do a thing where we just watch the Super Bowl commercials during the show, and then you can pick your favorite? No, I want to pick my favorite during the Super Bowl. I want to watch no. them in real Super Bowl time. No. I saw a website yesterday with the headline, here's every Super Bowl commercial for this year. That's great. Where is it? I want to just go and watch them all. Why would, If these are so great, right, why wouldn't you want to watch them twice? Because you say how much you love them. I want the surprise effect on Super Bowl, where it's like, all right, we're watching the game. Hopefully, it's a great game. Boom, we go to commercial. Wait, there's something extra. There's something even more fun, a surprise commercial. Be surprised today. Then you can take a piss during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Even though you're afraid to piss at my house. I don't like pissing anywhere. Not even in your own? Even that I put off. You think when you get married to Patty, you'll let her hold your dick once when you piss? That's... That's going to be quite a while before I'm comfortable enough with and, my wife for that. And you're going to be brushing your teeth while she's sitting in the toilet like in every movie? <laughs> Come on. you got to be comfortable with your bride. It's your bride, man. It's the but, one person. He's right. Kill Bill. She's the bride. Oh, man. Um, Brian, Chicago. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey guys, hearing uh, Hum Along with Hicks, I'm wondering, Chris, how long did you spend using Grinder yesterday? And are those. Oh, shit! I actually deleted the Grinder ca- fucking account because I was getting married, so I don't want the goddamn thing fucking updating constantly. Did we say exactly what we saw on there yesterday, though? Did we say that on the air, or was that after the show? That was after the show. So Hicks puts up Grinder, <laughs> and he says to, to us, as soon as it goes down, 
Fez, there's someone who wants to fuck 89 feet from here. At one point, it was 23 feet. Like, uh, uh, towards the end of the day, it was like 23 feet. That's either on this floor or directly below us. Someone's on grinder looking for from some dicks. Or above us. Yeah. And then some guys, like, work at Rock Center looking for someone to host. <laughs> what, do like, you, what do they mean by host? I guess they you. he's down to fuck, but you need... Um, need you to need, go to your place? Yeah, you need to have the spot to fuck in. Oh, okay. So, Fez, why don't you want to do Grinder? Because... You worry about being a virgin, right? Yes. Do you want me to re-download it? You can re-download it, but I don't want to use well, it. Say, I'm not I, I, looking for anonymous hookup sex. It won't be anonymous after you meet. Then you're like, who are you? I'm, I'm, I'm Charles. Hey, Charles, we're going to do this more. Yeah, Charles. When can you host? You, you work you know, in the building. There's, there's multiple people in this building looking to hook up on Grinder. Whether it be whatever, NBC, Morgan Stanley. Well, there's many companies at the fucking building. Put up Fez, Big Daddy's looking for boy bitches. Okay, I'll re-download it. I'm going to tap Todd. to take a picture. Why don't you just use your real name so nobody knows who you are? Oh, shit. Why wouldn't you want anonymous sex? Be, uh, Do you realize that if there was grinder for heteros, dudes would be fucking loving this? Everyone that you know... Would be on grinder and not being judged for it. It'd create a better society. You, my friend, and I think this is why you're marrying Patty. I don't think you like gays. I think you're a little grossed out by how gays will have sex. No, I love gay people. I am a gay person. Right, but so why not get on grinder and bang some of them? I wouldn't want to have anonymous heterosex either. So you don't want sex. That's the point. Like you said, this is why the two virgins. Is going to be perfect because you don't want to do it. Uh, there's a story up on the iBang, and you can see what the grinder screen looks like. Um, all right, these guys. All right, here's why Fez doesn't want to be in it because he's going to be the oldest and most out of shape person on Grinder. Yeah, um, there's um. There's a website called, uh, or a blog rather, Grinder Remembers, and it's they've noticed that in Germany there's a um, memorial for the you know, millions of Jews murdered during the Holocaust, and they found that multiple multiple dudes keep on taking pictures for their Grinder profile in the middle of the Jewish death memorial. Why? I don't know, but that I makes no sense. This guy doesn't have a shirt on in the middle of a fucking Holocaust memorial in uh, Berlin. Gay, gays are disrespectful. It, seriously, those gays are. There's such this shitload gay of isn't. them. I wouldn't want to have sex in a concentration camp memorial. You would not want to have sex on a fucking waterbed with with a bucket full of poppers. No one's going by you as being gay. You're marrying a woman. You you don't have gay sex. These fucking grinder cats. Are into it. And they're anti-Semitic. From the, if, if you do the, post your fucking looking to fuck profile with the, the Jewish death memorial, you're anti-Semitic. Or they just think it's a joke. I'm going to fucking go out on a limb and say that one. Come on. Why do they all pose there? There's one after another after another. It's like that's the spot for gay dudes to hook up. Is the fucking... Well, you know, like it's a sexy background. There's a, uh, there's a thing in, in the park called the Ramble, right? And it's been a gay hookup spot at night. Since the fucking Civil War, dudes, right, married dudes, were like, all right, I'm going to go out and walk the dog. They fucking walk into Central Park, 
and get fucking boned and or sucked there and then go back. Holy shit, everywhere I look, they're at the fucking Holocaust Memorial. It's fucking creepy, man. I had no idea. When you start to bring this up, I'm like, Hicks, two doesn't make weight. We're in 150 now. Yeah. It's like, I get, all right, it's in Berlin, so I'm guessing every gay German man, this memorial's turned into the fuck okay. spot. You know what? See, here, I don't know enough about gay life. You know, when Fez would come back and say that people called him ugly and went and danced with him and shit, I thought he was just being a baby. But all these dudes at the Jewish Memorial are out of Fez's league. There. I mean, it looks like the fucking swim team, the Swedish swim team. Look at this guy's bandana. And then poor Fezzy comes in looking like Poop Duck Pappy with a fucking migraine headache. Look, well, are they giving out cock sizes? Some, some of them do. Most of, but most of them is just height, weight, and age. And ethnicity. So we got a gay guy like 25 feet away from us, right? Yeah, I read down. Um, Dave, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, boys. Um, doesn't Zito work about 45 feet away from you guys? Yeah, he does. Hey, Zito, are there any gays around you? Should be like within 6 to 12 inches of you. Keep looking around. There's some. There's uh, somebody <laughs> called Syracuse Knob Job. And he should be somewhere in your area. Well, keep looking. This guy's 100 feet away. <coughs> right, let's see him. He's a Puerto Rican poppy. And everyone does look like a model. Well, I Do you think it's that. all fake pictures? No. I mean, is there that many attractive guys looking to grind? See, see this is how you are, Fez. And it's like me when I see high school girls... I think they're all cute. And I'm always like telling nephews, go for her. She's cute. But see, when you're in high school, you can tell cute from a dog. But when you get older, they all look cute to you. Like, so I'm sure these guys know who looks good and who doesn't. To you, they all look good Mm -hmm. because you're in a different fucking place. Um... Maybe you could get down to the fucking point, Fez, of just admitting this Patty thing is the best thing that ever happened to you. Um, uh, it's Charlie again. He always starts on Fez. Charlie in Santa hey. Cruz. What's your problem hey. today, Charlie? Problem? Oh, I'm gonna put on this Budweiser and this salmon salad. Fezzy, why don't you just go about forty-two hundred yards? Over by the World Trade Center and go to the uh, Portalette and he's just waiting there. Oh, shit! Damn, yo. He got you today, Fez. You know, yesterday, Blowhard That's stopped... his idea. Portalette sucks. But, well, it's the gay thing. Yesterday, fucking Blowhard stomped you. Now, today, it's Charlie. Oh, no one is stomping me except you know, my headache. You should have brought up that you had a headache. I mentioned it. Oh, I didn't hear you. <laughs> In the about section on Grinders, should I put I'm a virgin or should I just lay that off of that? Just put a picture of Patty and say, look, if I'm willing to do this, you know I'll suck your dick. Headline is S and F party. Uh, display name Big Taddy Todd. Why don't you just put a picture of Matt up and then, you know, let's lure him in here <laughs> and then fucking Fez can come hopping out of a tree. Only we only have uh, Joe today. Oh, man, we ain't getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking 
poor Joe couldn't get his dick sucked if he was sitting on a pile of coke. No offense, Joe. Not taken. He's understanding. Age? I mean, <laughs> I guess I just won't put age. Just put what is they age. They ask that? Yes. Just put what is age anyway. <laughs> just a number. Well, it's not letting me put in fucking words, just numbers. <laughs> Ethnicity? White. Relationship status? We could say he's married, so it's like, oh, man, he's a married guy, but he's fucking... Engaged. Engaged. All right. Technically engaged. Okay, got it. Looking for... All right, I'm looking at one of the grinder guys on our floor. Yeah. I think that's Mars. <laughs> There's another one. There's E-Rock. There's Sam. Travis. Troy. What the fuck is going on around here? What's the oldest you'll go? It's 18 to what age? You know what? Just say, go from 18 to 10 years younger than me. So they'll know that there is almost no limits. <laughs> He'd rather fuck a guy in a coma. Oh. Say, if anybody's, like, just put a picture of Fez and say, who wants to fuck a corpse? I'm I'm available. <coughs> All right. Well, I'll have to take a picture of Fez then. Well, let me get the logo out of the way <laughs> for the company. You really want to get grinded? We could just see if anyone fucking wants a piece. He doesn't want to have sex, All Hicks. Right. I don't want to do that with someone that I don't know. Or no? Then why am I downloading this app every day now? I assume. We just want just keep walking around like a fucking bounty hunter and find the people. <laughs> it looks like I'm getting now. Closer. What would they do? Just come walking in here? Uh, well, I think there's a chat option. So like when you fucking <laughs> when you when we see someone we like, we'll go like, oh, okay, that guy's online right now. Then they hit the chat button. Then you're like, what up, dude? You wanna fuck? I don't. I have no idea. All right, this guy's online. Who is it? He's 360 feet away, 29 years old, 6 foot, 160 pounds, white. Uh, Jason, you're on the Run of Fez show. What's up, boys? I think we're missing the genius of Ron's line. Uh, Fez's new nickname is Poop Deck Pappy. That was amazing. I'll change his profile name then. I don't need you to do callbacks to my stuff. Don't be looking back at my jokes because they're coming fast and fucking furious. Um, here's Jason Buffler. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Fezzy. Uh, I had a fucking wonderful encounter with a female up in Toronto this past weekend. Met her online. Got straight to talking about sex. We found out we're really, really compatible. You know, uh all kinds of filthy shit, and met up with her, spent 20 hours with her, had an excellent time. I came home feeling refreshed, renewed, and I got a pep in my step. You need to do the same, man. It will reinvigorate you. The Advice Show. X, what else is out there? <clears throat> On the I bang run grinder. I like this. Reed from the Ravens said Seau signed up for his uh, basically later in life brain problems. 
I don't think Seau expected he was going to kill himself due to his brain being turned into juice. I think it's a little insensitive on Reed's part. I mean, the guy's freshly dead. Well, like it's a year or so. I look how the thing makes it look like he has a pig nose, though. The play is right on his nose. Oh, thanks for hitting it. Now we can't see the joke. Young guys never have any, uh, any fucking way of even realizing what it's like to get older. That's why Fez has trouble in gay world. <clears throat> hey, Twitter's up and working now. We got some prizes to give out. Make sure you send a tweet to at underscore Kate Mara. At underscore Kate Mara. And tell her how much you enjoyed her here on the show today. She's a little darling. And you know what she said to me? She goes, look, if you ever want to come over to a Giants game, um, you can bring your friend with you. And she points at Hicks, and I go like oh. this. Oh, honey, that's not my friend. He's just my producer. He'll have work to do that day. Really? What, do you want to go? Yeah, it'd be great. How are you going to get the there? You don't have a car. I'll take the... It's, it's fucking... It's upstate or whatever. Upstate? Oh, I thought you were at her house. Oh, at the stadium? I'll yeah, take the yeah. train. No, she brings the fucking team up to play in Bedford. Bedford's a very nice neighborhood. Uh, I'll, I'll take the train out to fucking the stadium. It's no big deal. I'll take a cab for the train. Whatever. Never been to a Giants game. This would be the owner's box. We can't have any strap hangers in there. Strap hangers? Fuck that shit. Everything's paid for. I, I, I look like any other fucking guy in there. Strap hanger comes from holding on to a fucking train strap. Doesn't mean that you're stealing straps. <laughs> I, I would be fine. I would control myself. Mike, you're on the Run Fez show. Mike, go ahead, buddy. Hey, gentlemen, uh, I just wanted to know, is it medically proven that Fez has a penis? Is he a eunuch, or, or could, that be a, could that be an option here? I have all my parts, and on occasion they work. Well, you even said that, though, they don't work. You told us. The story changes every day, Hicks. So how often do they work, then? Just on a good day? On a good day, yeah. So, I mean, for the most part, there's just no even uh, working with it. Jesus. Where it's like the desire isn't there to try it out. But every once in a while, something can happen. Like a blue moon? You're like picking up a fucking skip radio station on your AM? Oh, my God, I just got Cincinnati Sports. Do you hear about this guy that's in fucking trouble out at some bumfuck uh, radio market? I'll no. get to it a little later on the show today. Fuzzy, what's in your head? We haven't talked to you today. Um, it's all been about your soft dick or whatever. But what's happening with you? What are you interested in? What's... What's making Fez think today's the day I want to be at work? Well, this pastor who left really kind of a nasty note on a on a waiter's tip, where he's uh, basically wrote down, "God gets ten percent. I'm supposed to give you 18. Well, first of all, let me just say this: that's pretty fucking funny, and I've never even heard that bit before. I think it's too funny for a pastor. <laughs> I didn't know God laid down a precise amount and you have to fucking give it to him. Yeah, you tithe 10%. Every church does that. Shit. If you're a regular at the church, 
before taxes go straight. I've worked with guys whose money was sent there from like they don't even get it. The place that we work at sends directly to their church. So the church has a direct deposit account yeah. on people's shit? Damn. That's a very common thing, Hicks. And it's supposed wow. to be the first bill you pay. is like you give that 10% to God, then you worry about your electric bill, your cable bill, credit cards. But the waiter, you know, the waiter is, you know, giving good service, I would imagine. I think it's just a joke. Because God doesn't get the ten percent, the church does. I think he just took a joke too far. I'm sure a guy just fucking wrote it is because he thought of the bit. I wish I would have thought of it. And eighteen percent. Oh, I mean, I have notoriously overtipped twice. Yeah, but still, that was a lot of overtipping. We know. So even 18% doesn't seem like uh, an incredible amount. So, um, sorry about that. What's he sorry about, Hicks? Huh. It's going great. Want to get back to a gay topic? It's going good. Like talking about the gays? Rather talk about the gay stuff, buddy. No, that's all right. I want this to be your day. You're the bachelor. I did get my wedding planning book with um, all the details in it that Rob Cross and I will be going over with later on. Uh, Alan, you're on the Run of Fest show. What's up, boys? Love you, love the show. <clears throat> what I want to say, man, it says, I think, you know, at this point, it's a little late, maybe. You're not going to find the true love. Most likely, that's tough, but why not make a few bucks, man? Auction yourself off. Auction your virginity off. Maybe some beautiful young Saudi prince will buy you and, uh, you know, put a few bucks. Hey, Frank, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, you know, you're talking about Fezzy and his uh, not having the urge and stuff. i got to tell you my story quickly. Uh I didn't know anything about that. That was an issue, but I never thought anything much about it. Just thought I'm getting older and, you know, not in the mood. But I was getting hot flashes. I mean, like, stupidly crazy hot flashes that I would start sweating in the middle of winter. So my wife insisted at my my uh, physical, tell the doctor, tell the doctor, tell the doctor. So, you know, what, what, you're getting hot. What the fuck's the difference? So I'm leaving. He says, all set. We're all done. I'm done with my physical. I said, oh, yeah, one more thing. My wife wants me to tell you I'm getting these hot flashes. I said, how often? He starts asking me some questions. Come to find out, he, they do a blood test. My testosterone level is supposed to be around. Dr. Steve? Well, Is this you know Dr. Steve? No, 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 no. All I know. Hey, how's everything I, in Tennessee, the, buddy? <laughs> you going to be able to come up for the while. wedding? Advice show. The advice show. Always back to the testosterone. That's that pecan pie. Let's let Fez get into his bits. What's up with you today, Fez? What's where's the big cat going to prowl? Well, uh, tomorrow uh, is the, the Dr. Phil show with the young man who supposedly was all behind the Manti Teo hoax. What's his name? Renaya Tulalosopa, I believe. So he is 
apparently confessing to Dr. Phil that this was all done because he was madly and deeply in love with Manti Teo. And that he doesn't know if he's gay, but he knows he was in love with Manti. So uh, he'll be putting that out there. That's, that uh, is on Dr. Phil tomorrow. I just think that it's... That he's still protecting this kid. That he's still protecting Manti. I believe that he loves him. But I think he's still, like, putting himself out there, throwing himself across this thing, saying Manti had had absolutely no knowledge of it. Even though this is the kid who, you know, changed his voice to sound like a girl on the answering machine. And that, I, I just don't see how Manti could be that naive to the fact that even that this guy was in love with him. I agree with you. I said it first, as soon as I heard this thing. But also, my biggest beef never was with Manti. It's why did Notre Dame cover it up? And they go to people like Dr. Phil that never brings up fucking Notre Dame. Notre Dame isn't even, even part of the story anymore. It's just about man. Unbelievable. They skated completely. So I'm not going to play around with the details of this. I want to know why Notre Dame let one of their students lie to the media when they knew it was a lie and not get the young man to come clean. And whatever these two fucking Samoan, you know, reach-arounds were doing with each other, I don't give a shit about why is Notre Dame saying, oh, we're going to have some fucking private rose ceremony or whatever the hell they were doing up there? That, to me, is the only interesting part of this. They won't be mentioned again. It's no. just going to be fucking business as usual for uh, Notre Dame. And that they throw these other details in you to get the fucking rubes to follow it. I won't be watching Dr. Phil. I don't give a shit about that. Um, Matt, you're on the Run of Faith show. Hey, yeah, when you were talking about giving 10% to the church, we were talking to some friends of ours. We, we all have kids, and they want to get their kids into a good private school, so they have a direct deposit to a church. They don't even go, but it makes it look like they attend every week. Sweet. So they can secure a spot and get a good price on, on school. Beats my thing when I was a little kid of taking, just putting in an empty fucking envelope and pocketing the money my parents gave me. But what I'm going to do yeah. is give 100% one year and then say, don't even come back to me for 10. I'm going to give you all my money for this year and then I won't hear from you. It's going to be a fucking tough year. No cares. Yeah, but once I make it through, I'm fucking cruising. <laughs> Plus, I got the insurance if I take a bullet over the next fucking 10 years. Jake, Florida, you're on the Run and Fast Show. Hey, boys. Uh, the Dr. Phil thing actually aired this morning. Oh, and Jesus you are exactly fuck. right. They did not address Notre Dame. Dr. Phil is a fucking oxygen thief. It was all about him, and it was pretty disgusting. Yeah, I won't watch those shows. I have nothing to do with it. I tried to watch five minutes of the thing that Hicks set it up with the Katie, Katie. Couric. And I'm like, well, who set up these stupid fucking questions? His agency? I'm sure they provide her with the questions. Why wouldn't they? For a fucking <clears throat> afternoon interview? At underscore Kate Mara. At underscore Kate Mara. Uh, it's a Twitter contest. Just let her know that you enjoyed hearing her this morning. Um, Bruce, you're on the Run of Fez show. 
Yeah, I was just going to say, Ron, isn't it weird how the same group of conservatives that will gripe about every time the taxes go up and say that the government shouldn't mandate how much taxes they pay don't have any problem at all with God mandating 10% of their gross income and will actually bitch at the people that don't tithe? You can actually say this, Tom. I can save you 10% right now. Don't fucking give anything. Boom. All of a sudden, you get an extra 10%. And then you. What, know, I, what I call living Chris Stanley style. I love that fucking 10%. Another thing I would always do is pocket the buck when my mom gave it to me if I sit next to my mom and then just shake the basket. I would never reach in and take a buck, though, like some people I know did. Pretty sure I did that once when yeah. I back, back it's when. It's hard for a kid not to. You see a basket full of money. But I really did always used to want the job of being the guy who had the long stick in the basket. Yeah. They never let kids do it as long as an adult. Two reasons. Number one, you got to get up, which is all I ever wanted to do in church. And two, you got a long stick with a basket. <laughs> it's fun. I'd be trying to fucking get stuff out of trees. I'd be like, before I even come for your money, look, a nest. I just got it out of a tree out back. This is going and to I the got church. This, I, got, I got some <laughs> shoes off a fucking telephone wire. I'm a little worried about Fez today. He seems like old new Fez. A little bit. Cause, Air- is because his seating got you off to a bad place? Uh, no, no, uh, no, I just screwing that up. I needed to be moved. Is this uh, a Flowers for Arjunon type thing? Oh, no. Or Charlie for the people who just watch movies? Oh, no. Heartbreaking. Or is it like a much more boring version of Awakenings? Where no one actually wakes up out of a coma, but they do go back to rubbing themselves and stuttering and getting their friends to act like they're forming a gang in the nut hut. The ladder. I wish we had a ladder in here. At least that long stick of a basket. Even now, we just I could just. You know what? Put that it. down. Uh, part of our budget. We okay. need candy. Twelve thousand dollars. Long stick in a basket. Just put. You'll see how it gets used. It'll be nice. We'll make some money on this. <laughs> uh, another thing I want is one of those spy cameras that you can see up girls' dresses. Like a foot camera. Okay, if you want to call it a foot camera, I prefer spy. Just like, just slide that foot underneath the fucking dress, and maybe they won't even be wearing panties. And that's when you fucking get a real throw. If I was Patty, I wouldn't. I'd be airing it out there until Fez got there. Mm-hmm. Keep that shit nice and airy, waiting for that fucking dirt. <laughs> um, Jim, Connecticut, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Uh, ESPN ran a story uh, a few years back. And- Evander Holyfield, when he was in his prime and he had those major, huge, like $30 million prize fights, he was given 20% to his church even when he was bankrupt. They were foreclosing on his house, and he was like, hey, I got to give my 20%, which was, shit, $8 million or whatever the hell it was. Every every fight, he was given 20% to his church. Yeah, maybe he wouldn't have bankrupt if he didn't feel the need to have a fucking swimming pool that looked like a boxing glove. Just a giant boxing glove swimming pool. Because I'm a boxer. So look at the pool is boxing glove. That's what paid for this fucking bo- this boxing glove pool. Me boxing. <laughs> so I'm going to fucking pay homage to that shit. Hmm, I always thought it was a silent H. That's pretty cool looking. Yeah, it's great. 
God, it's, it's all. Did you ever see the right. size of his house, though? No. I mean, it looked like a fucking hotel. Jesus. I don't think I'd want to live in a place that big. Well, you wouldn't be obviously wouldn't be using you'd be using a fucking fraction of it, but then you have to pay for the fucking people to keep the rest of it working. Yeah, and you also have to put furniture in it. I wouldn't. I would, it would just be like you know. <laughs> that would squ- really look creepy. <laughs> It'd be like a squat. Just air conditioning the place. Look at that shitty fucking Holy place. Holy fuck! And that thing went back up for sale for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's a steal. Yeah, but then what are you going to do with it? <laughs> Just keep three rooms lit and heated. Looks like a whorehouse to me. It's eyes wide shut house. There should be fucking people just in mass. Yeah, I guess I would be just throwing a fucking ball back and forth and (laughs) then chasing my chick around with an axe. Here's a Vander Holofield. Just hope sleep no more fucking things here. Yeah, it's a ridiculously gigantic house. Good for you, Vander Holyfield. Good for you. Your house before you went bankrupt was really nice. In the meantime, there you are walking around in a fucking t-shirt and a pair of shorts. He wants to be comfortable on his off time. Why don't you get some fucking apartment and get some threads for yourself? What the hell's that a picture of? That's the inside of the house. It's a giant fucking staircase and a grand piano, which I'm sure he never used. Well, keep it in case little Richard ever steps by. Did he ever stop by? I put a Christidis in the fucking one of the places. <laughs> Very convenient. And still, I'm like, is this bread bad? <laughs> I mean, I'm the only one shopping here, and this is the same bread. <laughs> God damn. Giant driveway. This guy. Hey, stop making it all about yourself. Let's get back into Fez world. All right. Well, you mentioned bread. There's this I company did. that uh, is putting out a bread that won't go moldy for 60 days. It'll stay good on the shelf for two months. That's great for soldiers. You can fucking put it in your backpack. Six times longer than normal bread lasts. It's not even fucking bread there. It's just a fucking bag of chemicals. Yeah. They probably have that. There's this weird fucking chemical that's like part of plastic. It's used in plastics. That's it's all like the fast food bread. I guarantee it takes you another sixty days before you can shit it out, before it moves through your fucking oh. intestines. Nasty. It is awful. Just eat around the fucking the mold. You know, just cut the mold out. What are you a sailor? <laughs> you a fucking limey sailor? If you're fucking, you're, if you expected your bread was going to be good, you open that shit up and it's moldy, just cut around it. Cause, I'd you know, rather it, eat the mold than this chemical bread. The fucking then, mold is poison. The mold you at least know is natural. Natural I don't poison. Think you mold, dude. Don't fucking do it. You'll end up getting throbbing headaches. <laughs> Wait a minute. You don't eat mold. Nah, man. Those are poisonous mushrooms and spores and shit. <laughs> Look at that shit he eats. You eat the fucking moldy bread. I said as compared to the chemical you bread. You just got caught eating moldy bread. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, because I said I cut the fucking goddamn mold part off. Uh, we got a picture up of Bieber getting some tit <laughs> on the eye bang. <laughs> not only is he like, he's not even just squeezing her tit. It looks like he's bouncing it. Like, there you go. Check it out. Bounce that tit for you. Some nice weight to it, sweetie. Bounce that tit for you. <laughs> And she's, oh man, she's so happy. 
He's get, why wouldn't you be? Fucking Bieber tells you to turn your head and cough? There's a photo of it right there, and his people are trying to say he didn't do it. You can even see where her shirt... No, wait. You know what? That isn't her, him. That's Poochie. That's <laughs> fucking Poochie. <laughs> <laughs> fucking retarded kid. He's off the rails these days, this Bieber. He's losing his shit ever since he lost that Selena Gomez. Well, you know a lot about him. Oh, yeah. What do you mean he lost her? She, he looked behind the couch? No, no, no. They broke up. They are no Can I ask you a question? Sure. Why does she got that fucking bow in her hair? At first, I'm like, did Catwoman get her tick grabbed? <laughs> it's Minnie Mouse. <laughs> this Pac-Man, he's fucking sexually molesting. Bieber just goes around just fucking molesting wherever he wants. How come you always know who's dating who? Going through these fucking... Uh, I read the Daily Mail a lot. That fucking UK, it's shitty UK newspaper. And they're always constantly have the... With, in the midst of regular news, it's always fucking gossip. Here's something like I didn't know that I guess everyone else did. I never knew that TMZ Harvey was gay. The guy with the... I didn't cup? know that. Yeah, he said something the other night. Like, he made something like... Back then, I was trying both. And I'm like, I guess TMZ Harvey's gay. I had no fucking idea. Wow. I never know it. Came off straight to me. Well, how? what's that mean? That's like an insult, isn't it, Fez? Yeah, that. Oh, oh wait a minute. I thought he was a normal human being. Well, I didn't realize that he there was a monster behind that. What, what, I'm not calling Fez fucking sees through you, dude. He fucking sees through you. I see the monster behind your facade. Give me a fucking break. I just said he's not... Really overly effeminate, which some gay men happen to be. But not all gay men. No, not all gay men. So I accept Would you that say Fez is overly effeminate? Fez is effeminate. Not in the way he dresses, but in mannerism, sure. He dresses to turn off gays. <laughs> usually, I'm usually wearing a flannel shirt, so we'd be dressed exactly alike. Normally, when you see um, someone, when you see what Fez is wearing, you hear someone going like this. Me, Star, can I clean room? He looks like a fucking dirty old bed. You look like the Who fucking partied on you last night. <laughs> anyway, Phil, go back to being offended. What offended you about what he said? Because he, it's it, it's almost like, you know... It's not almost like, it's exactly like. Like he's saying Harvey uh, was a good guy. Oh no, I found out he's gay. Now I don't he's think, not. I don't think he said that. <laughs> he did he didn't not at say all. it, but he but let me just, it. But let no, me just he's say. He's not a his, good guy because he fucking runs TMZ. With his That's why he's not a good guy. A lot of people like TMZ. A lot of the stars even like it. Now, let's go back to the other thing. None of us knew that Harvey was gay until he mentioned it on the show the other day. Yeah, I didn't know. All right, so why aren't you mad at yourself? Because I didn't go, oh my God, Harvey, Harvey Levin is gay? I never would have dreamed he was gay. I don't dream about him regardless, whether he's straight or gay. I was just surprised. I didn't think he was gay. Now I know he's oh, gay. So you, if you have another guy in your dream, that's uh, you're going <laughs> to sit there and wake up in a cold sweat panicking. What the fuck are you talking about now? What was that leap? He just, I just said, said I, don't I don't dream give a about shit guys. About, I just know. I say I don't dream about Harvey Levin because I give a shit about Harvey Levin. That's what I said. But you're acting like it's like he's a completely different person now. No, I'm not. 
that now that you found out he's he a was gossip gay. monger, no matter what he fucking who he fucks. You say that, but he gets the fucking news first. He's and you're, good. And, and you're known to quote it. Oh yeah, I know what he fucking does. He's good at. TMZ you're sitting around dominates. telling the Selena Gomez stuff. <laughs> yeah. How'd you know about any of that? It's all on TMZ. That's how he knows, Ron. <laughs> Thank you, Fess. So you're boycotting the site now? No, I'm not. Why would I boycott the site? He's never been anti-gay, Fuzz. Thank you. He really hasn't. <laughs> His reactions to things just always annoy and perplex me. I don't want you to be annoyed. I don't want you to be perplexed. But I'm not anti-gay. I got fucking no problem with Levin's fucking sexual I thought for sure you were going to say you had gay friends. I used to live with a bunch of gay people in college, SUNY Purchase. Now, were they gay before you, they start living with you or after? Before. Or was that just some things you were calling them because they didn't like to party as much as you? <laughs> he didn't even think to call me his gay friend. That's sad. You're my gay friend, buddy. Thank you. You're my straight one. I would like to Thank think you're you. my gay friend, but you're always saying I hate gay people. So I don't know what to think anymore. I just keep picking up the little clues that you drop everywhere. I, I'm really thinking that you don't like Chris, though. Get a couple of drinks in him. He fucking will definitely tell me things to me. Do you think that he likes you? Do you think he respects you? I don't know, because the alcohol thing really, it's its really strange. The last three or four times, this is over a couple of years, because Fez hasn't drank in a while. He really, he got pissed off at me, off the air and on. He got annoyed with me. And then was even bitching about you uh, to other people. So I, I can't tell you. I would say no because of the drinking thing. Hmm. Maybe the real fucking feelings come out. Real feelings come out? That's yeah. what I constantly get from you. What? This was years before fucking you came. Do you think it was weird that when you would drink, you would say mean things about him and to him? I think that was weird because I always liked Chris, and I think it was okay. very weird. Why don't you want to just even say that? Nice. All right. Why are you always accusing him of being anti-gay? Because he does anti-gay things. <laughs> what anti-gay things do I do? He really doesn't. I'd like to see him come around. To what? To seeing gay people as people. They are people. You're not making any specific things. It's just that I heard Harvey mention a thing. About, like, I don't know, back in the 70s that he tried both before he made his decision. Something like that. It was a throwaway. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> but I guess everybody else had already known. And he's very comfortable. Um, as well he should be. Yeah. See what Chris is saying? All the right things. Um, here's uh, Ben. Ben in Virginia. You're on the Run Fest show. Hey, hey, Ron. Hey, Fez. Yeah. Hi, Fez. Uh, when are you when are you going to realize that that the majority of men from from any country anywhere in the world, any culture, the majority of men find that the thought of of gay sexual acts to be disgusting, but that that doesn't mean that we that that we have to want to restrict rights or put gays in jail, but, but at the same time. That doesn't mean that we have to all of a sudden find something that we viscerally find gross to be okay. 
I, I understand that, too. but Chris will never admit to that. So you understand that it's okay for straight men to be grossed out. I can I, sometimes I never understand what you agree to. Um, you know, like why would that guy, who personally I found to be so fucking offensive, he's fine in Fez's eyes, but Chris isn't. I'm the bad guy, Ron. I'm he's saying person. to you, the guy says to you, even though I wouldn't restrict your rights, what you do is gross. Um, it is the Ron and Fez show. I've been told, I'm not saying by who, because I don't want to piss Chris off, okay. but we haven't broke yet today. No. Should yeah, I keep going? We can break. All right, so... Why don't you just say thank you to Liz Sets Fire, the actual person, the only one who pays attention to our breaks. I do pay attention to the breaks. So I said we could break. We don't have to. We could break. But then later you're going to force me into a break when I'm talking about something. Obviously, I could break one minute after the first break. <laughs> but I don't want to load up at the end of the show. That's something I don't like. And more importantly, something Rob Cross is not crazy about. We can break right now. Did I ever tell you how many conversations Rob and I are about you? No. And your attitude? What attitude? The anti-gay. Yeah. The... When, when did this come up? It hasn't, but it's going to after today's show. Fuck. <laughs> well, this is a problem then, because I don't want to be seen as some anti-gay person. Luckily for you, I can't find my Blackberry or I'd be texting him right now. Blackberry? The new one came out. I call it a Crackberry because I need it so much. <laughs> I Did I tell you that um, I'm not saying who one of our booking people was mad a couple weeks ago because a certain guest never looked up at them when they were saying like you'll be going you know and the whole time that the guest kept just hitting their blackberry going like this uh-huh yeah uh-huh so I'm like oh man what a great guest I can't wait and this booking person said to me oh all I ask from people is look at me when I'm talking to you. That's a, that's his thing. That's their thing, huh? Yeah. It is kind of now. I happen to know that this person is a very busy person. And I get it, but it is saying I have something more important to me than you. Yeah, this isn't top of the fucking mind. Eh, I could see that pissing them off. I mean, you know, just just look up for a second, acknowledge. Do you know the first person that ever did that? Wiki Wicklin when we went out to dinner. And this is years ago. Wow. Back when, remember when XM used to give us all Blackberries? Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the corporate account. He was on his constantly, and it was like 9 o'clock at night. And we'd be we telling the story, and he's like, yeah. And then what? Is this when you live in Florida? You know, like, half. Oh, come on. I'm like, dude, I'm a fucking interesting guy. <laughs> you know? Give me a little fucking attention. He has to get, he's got to get that email out. Come on. He was doing a list of ways I hope Opie will start like me. <laughs> but Opie was telling me the other day that he's, uh, unlike Fez, he's grown and he's put that part of him behind because like, he used to like to torture Don a little bit and find it funny. Because yeah. we were talking about it, and to me it was funny, but uh, he's grown past that, he's matured. And that had me thinking, out of all of us, the only person who hasn't matured is Fez. Even getting into this ridiculous wedding that he's doing. 
Which doesn't seem to be helping his growth as a gay man. It's it's going backwards here. Do you feel like you've grown since we've known you? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'll turn on you and Dave, and it sounds like two babies have broken into a fucking studio and started drinking and yelling a curse words. We are grown men, and we fucking broadcast sober. What'd you do the show on last night? Uh, Super Bowl, and talked about Moss saying he's the greatest uh, wide receiver for all time. I thought it was crazy talk, and Dave brought up the point that... Moss didn't have his good quarterbacks throwing to him. Let me game. tell you something. Moss is one of the best fucking receivers I've ever seen. Now, the thing that keeps you from being greatest of all time is Jerry Rice. It's no fucking insult. It's just like somebody's going to come along and go, I'm the greatest basketball player of all time. And we go, but what about Michael? You know what I mean? Like, even looking at LeBron now, and he looks unstoppable, I'm sorry Michael existed. Is it so awful to be one of the greatest or just great? I think the certain athletes they have their egos and they and they know you know they they feel in their mind. Listen, fuck it, I'm the best of all time. Yeah, but that's that's them bullshit talk. That's like a rapper fucking talking about his dick. I mean, to actually sit down for him to say, I've looked at my career up against, and you know, Dave came up with a good point because. Yeah. He had two fucking Hall of Famers thrown to him. But it's not insulting to say, I'm one of the best who ever lived. And you'd think that'd be enough, but for some dudes it ain't. Which seems crazy. That does seem crazy. That's like almost low self-esteem. That's like you have to yell it out because you don't believe it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can hear that on uh, Riotcast.com, David Mack Sports Program, new episodes. Why would I listen now? I just heard the whole thing. Like just some of it. Some, just some of it. <laughs> I mean, you said what you said. You said what Dave said. That's I got just, it. That's one piece of the conference. How's his brain aneurysm? The brain aneurysm is... You didn't even ask him. Inconclusive. Is what you the, didn't even ask him. He brought it up on, on the podcast. What did he say? They don't know what's wrong with me? Yeah. More tests. The doctor got the results. And then the doctor told Dave, yeah, we have to give this um, to another fucking facility to look at it. I saw a commercial last night with another Dave Doppelganger in it. Uh, a redheaded guy that, because he texts in uh, big letters all the time, and they brought it up and they asked him about it, and he just started yelling, and that was the joke. But this guy looked exactly like Dave. And was doing Dave's act. Do you remember the the product? No, I never know the products from commercials. Products and fucking commercials don't exist to me. Just the commercial part. There are some commercials that have been on for years. And I don't know what they're fucking selling. Like, you know that whole commercial where the person's climbing the mountain and they do the why somebody left the gate open? Somebody left the gate open. You don't know that commercial, Fez? I don't know that one. I don't know what they're selling. And I've been, you know, I'll sometimes sing along with the song. And I don't know what the fuck they're selling. Now you look at this and tell me you haven't seen this commercial, Fez. Some accessories. But with all the thank you points I've been earning. Somebody left the gate open. 
clueless to the rock I really had in mind. The city thank you card. There you go. Now, you never saw that commercial. I've never seen that commercial. That commercial runs every fucking football game. I've never paid attention to it. And now that I just heard that, that what they were selling, and I've already forgotten. They waste fucking money. Some accessories. A new belt. Some nylons. And what girl wouldn't need new shoes? We talked about getting a diamond. Why are we playing it over but and over? Thank you points been- we retard it? There's a lot. Of, they fucking love this song and rock climbing. Well, they used to just leave it as somebody left the gate O. And it used to drive me fucking crazy. And then apparently enough people complained to them <laughs> that they put the pen. Because I'm like, why would someone leave the gate O? What are they trying to say? Maybe they're trying to save on uh, royalty rights. Maybe they think if someone saved the... Somebody left the gate, oh! Like, what? Just a cover. Now, there's Mr. Commercial, who can't wait for the commercials, who doesn't know the biggest commercial of the fall. And that song went on to be like an internet hit, like uh, people singing it. The gato. Gato. All right, I'm pulling fucking teeth in here. I'm just going to break... I'll be back in a couple of minutes. I want to talk to you about some terrestrial guys that are in, uh, well, it's one guy, I think. He's in trouble. He's out there in bumfuck Ohio. And uh, he's bringing the heat on himself in his little morning show. It's the Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez continues. It's the Ron Fez Show on the day of Thor, Thor's Day. Basically what this day is about, hailing Thor. His father, Odin. You know a lot about mythology. Just a little bit. Viking mythology, you know, Greek mythology, Roman mythology. Middle Earth mythology. Yeah, anything with centaurs or unicorns. Or golden scepters, I guess. I'm not sure about the scepter part. Do you notice something, though? And I know you're a giant fan of The Hobbit, but there's never been any of the talk like there was Lord of the Rings. Remember, you had to hear about it constantly. Now, this, because it's literally just more of the same. It's the same thing as Lord of the Rings. But you would think that people would still want to talk about it. Because a lot of people went to the movie, right? It made a lot of money. It made a good amount of cash, yeah. But not like the other ones did? No, the other ones were fucked because. No one ever thought the books would t- be turned to movies, and then he did them, and then they were, they were done well, and then even the fans liked it. So I think they just expected it to be just as good, so that people weren't just as But I thought, I thought it was thought of as just as good by the fans. I think some fans are weirded out that they turned this, a small book into three movies. I think that's a point of... Did they not show up then? I don't know what's going on. I don't know what you're trying to tell me. My only point was this. Everyone act like, I said, did you like The Hobbit? And they would be like, yeah, I did like it. But then they never brought it up. Now, Lord of the Rings, people would be just fucking saying shit to you about Lord of the Rings. You go to get a cup of coffee. Oh, man, fucking Lord of the Rings is so great. It's made about $300 million. Um, Now, what did the other ones make? What did the uh, Lord of the Rings films make? 
I think there were a billion. Well, they did a billion worldwide. You're just looking at U.S. there. Uh, 315 million. All right, so it's pretty close. It's yeah, it's right in the same thing, but nobody's talking about it. I mean, you're acting like it was, uh, you know, not as big. I think it was every bit as big, and yet people didn't. Um, they don't just seem to talk about it. I don't know. Uh, the Hobbit maybe was isn't as loved as Lord of the Rings, just because Lord of the Rings was the fucking more ep- epic. I read tale. The Hobbit first. I read Lord of the Rings first, then went back and read The Hobbit. I'm only kidding. You know I didn't read The Hobbit. Why wouldn't you have called me on it? Uh, Fez, give out your prize. I know you've been waiting this whole time. You got it in your hand. You're ready to yell it out. For first responders, uh, congratulations to Go Long 15. Go Long 15. Can't beat that, Go Long. You're a big, big winner. Um, Chris Stanley will be getting in touch with you. Shortly. And maybe even taking you out to The Hobbit together. He's buying because he's getting a prize already. You'll watch The Hobbit with anyone. Guy on bootleg, dog. I like to say this. I feel like I got a Hobbit habit, and then I fucking <laughs> get left-handed when I go for a high five. Big ups. All right. Uh, tell us this story about over in Ohio. All right. A um, Down Syndrome woman called into the Mo Show in Ohio, and... They uh, pretty much took her for a ride because she's the, the Down syndrome woman. Didn't Somebody called their show and they have, here play just play the piece instead of guessing instead of saying took her for a ride. There was actually conversations that took place. Can I jam? Hello. Play, play Hello. the video thing with Hi. the with the news thing, and we'll get to see what all the brouhaha is out there in Ohio. No. Okay, so I can laugh at you and you won't know who to call and say you're offended. We all know that radio DJs like to poke fun at listeners who they call do. in, but some say one local DJ went too far with a recent caller. That's because the person he was making fun of has Down syndrome. News Channel 5's Michael Baldwin talked to the girl and her family. It's new at 6. You know, we've all called a wrong number before, but a 30-year-old woman with Down syndrome ended up calling a radio station by mistake. She thought she was calling her friend, and the radio DJ ended up making fun of her for the next three hours. Good morning, Jim. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'll check to Kelly and please. You what now? It started off pretty innocent as radio DJ Mo on Q92 said he couldn't understand his caller. That caller was Kelly. She's got Down syndrome. I, I don't want to come across, obviously you have some sort of a speech impediment. Uh, so, no, it's not fine. We called Q92 for comment, and the station said Mo apologizes for comments that may have been misconstrued. I'm a mom, and born of crime, also a little bit of heart inside my heart. You don't know who Mo is? No. Okay, so I can laugh at you and you won't know who to call and say you're offended. Obviously, I'm very offended by that, even if it wasn't my sister, that you're going to say that to somebody and then make a huge bit out of out of them. He unapologetically berathed her on the air. Kelly's brother started a blog and Facebook page to bring awareness to his sister's plight. He says the family questions if Mo is sincere. The fact that this guy, you know, did what he did and showed no empathy for her at all. He said Mo might have a different appreciation if he grew up with Kelly. 
There's been times growing up where she'll wait, say things though. like, why do I talk funny? Or, you know, what? why do I look a little different? At what point the DJ was alerted by a caller that he was possibly talking to a woman with Down syndrome. He told the caller that she was wrong. Kelly says she would like a face-to-face -face apology. We're on your side. I'm Michael Baldwin, News Channel 5. One thing about terrestrial radio is they make up shit that isn't even real. How can anybody get mad about this? Well, there's a Facebook page and there's a social media push to get him to apologize. He sincerely. kept her on for three hours. Well, they said Making he made fun of her. They made fun of her. I don't know if he kept her on for three hours. But they went with her for three hours. Well, what, what, would, they, what would even be wrong with having some fun? Because she she's not even a willing participant in it. She called the the phone number by mistake. So she should. And then be... he got told. You know, he got told this girl may have Down syndrome. It's probably why she's talking like that. And he kept it up. Yes, I I don't think he's sincere in his apology. I think he's trying to keep his radio job. But what would be wrong with it anyway? You call the radio show. I mean, from your point is. That if you have Down syndrome, you shouldn't be able to use a telephone. Doesn't even make sense to me. No, she used it incorrectly. He starts asking if she has an impediment. She doesn't even know what that means. Then maybe, but I don't see where she would have been upset until she was told to be upset. Like she went with the, with the bit with him. And then when the brother and sister got mad, she went with the bit with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, she doesn't care one way or another. Maybe they should force Mo to live with her for a couple of weeks so he would know her play. <laughs> that'd be, that'd, that's a good bit, right? Where he, then she comes in the co-host. I just worry that this is an anti-black thing against Mo. Mo's. Or anti-small market radio guy. Because what town's he in? Alliance, Ohio. Yeah. The best thing that happened to Mo was fucking get in your car and go to the next goddamn market and try to get a gig. Um, let's go over to uh, Tim. Tim, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, why does, why does the media now always just sound like your older sister that's just trying to get you in trouble? Oh, uh, they. She had Down syndrome. Well, nobody told that guy. They didn't tell him. Yeah, if she you if you really want to look at who fucking makes doing the plight of people that are down on their luck or or have tragedy in their life, the fucking cameraman should just went. Uh, it's us, and just fucking interrupt it. The newscaster and say, "Hey, look at the shit that we do when we show up at people's funerals." This local uh, ABC affiliate is loving this. It's they're fucking happy this happens because they get to go, run around with it in Alliance, because Ohio. Because TV hates radio, and they always have. And then newspapers hate radio too. Somebody will write it up. These shock jocks went too far. Mo, the shock jock. See, she doesn't know she's being made fun of, but that doesn't make it okay to do it. Why? What fucking IQ do you have to have before you can be in on a joke? Why doesn't she get the same respect as any other caller and get your balls busted a little bit? That's the type of show 
that it is. Because she wasn't a caller. She was trying to call her aunt. Then she, she should fucking hang up the phone or have somebody else call for her. Yeah, if you look at, listen to the tone of the story, you would not have been surprised if later Mo raped her and killed her <laughs> because the tonality had had, and then it took an awful turn as Mo. He then burnt the house down, killing the rest of her family. And I didn't see see the guy do anything but keep her on the show. That's all he did, which he had a hot call, and he kept them on. Believe me, if any of our fucking callers were interesting, I'd keep them on for three hours. We're yet to find an interesting call. Look, he... She called him, man. And I By bet. accident. So what? You've never taken an accident call before on the show? Yeah. You've never had anybody on the show and busted balls with them because they had a low IQ? Yeah, it's happened, but I understand her family being upset. So, so be upset. How's that get on the news? They should be saying to her, you don't call, make a phone call unless anybody's around. And nobody would have known her. No one knows who Kelly is until they turned around and put her on the news and on Facebook. Yeah, the the, the brothers seem He's dickish. He's a fucking idiot. This is a non-fucking story. I started a Facebook page so people can realize how bad this is. We hate Mo. That's the brother. Yeah. Well, I thought you were making fun of Kelly again. <laughs> what? That's awful, dude. Hey, look, all right, I'm like, I'll give her this much. When they were interviewing her, she seemed pretty high functioning. She seemed like she had it together. I thought she was fine. She still I, thought she was talking to her aunt's house. Oh, but I she think she's fine that. enough to be on the radio. She was able to dial the phone number. She was had, in the conversation. First with of this all, dude. where's oh. speed dial for this kid? <laughs> I bet. Because do you dial the phone anymore to get a relative? Fuck no. no. And so there's no way she is. So she is a speed dial. So somebody has already put the fucking radio station on speed dial. Case dismissed. Holy fuck. Mo, here's the bad news. You're forced to go back and do radio in No Name, Ohio. Right now, he's probably getting fucking any, any resume together. Make the move, Mo. He's on the phone with Rob Cross. Yeah, I'm Mo. You know, crazy Mo. I... Do all kinds of Down Syndrome bits. <laughs> do I love fucking alt music? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, Troy, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie, this is the greatest story for two reasons. First of all, Fez works in radio, and he's worried about restricting speech in radio. Second is, when Fez was a little kid in town, he punched a little girl in the stomach who happened to be special for all intents and purposes. That's true, so and the, I have felt bad about it ever since. So the amount of hypocrisy... I cannot imagine anything. I was an eight-year-old kid. I wasn't a grown man. You have no empathy for another human being other than yourself. I, you, uh, excuse me, I'm taking up for the Down Syndrome girl. How is that not empathy? Mm, I, radio. I, nobody believes that he has empathy for this. <laughs> I don't believe that Mo has empathy with his uh, fake apology. No one has any empathy for any apology they make in the well, media. What is the problem with doing a Down syndrome thing? That she wasn't a willing participant in it. So 
we've never done bits when the people weren't willing participants. We never used to make our fucking living when people gave us uh, wrong number calls, keeping them on as long as we could. No, we did that, but, I mean, this guy has been told this is a Down syndrome person. After he was done with it. He dismissed that. In the report, it said he dismissed that person. Well, what's and the said, difference? No, why, why do you treat someone different because they have Down syndrome? Why would you just say you're different? You're not like everybody else. Who gives a fuck what another caller says? All I'm going to say is I'm pro-mo. Call- Finally. <laughs> Callers are fucking morons. Here's Dale in Asheville. You know, I think this is the first time that Fez has not been on the Mo's side. Because he's gay. <laughs> uh, Vinny, best Chester. Hey, hey, how you guys doing? Hey, yeah. Fez, I always side with you, I swear to God. But don't forget, you had that guy on NEW. I can't remember his name. He used to play good or bad. Oh, yeah, superstar. yeah, that was Fez Watley. <laughs> the superstar. Yeah, superstar. No, you used to do the same bit. That was the best. That was one of the funniest bits ever. Hey, I and Donna Mike used to have that great guy on their show. What was his name? He would say his first and last name all the time. He was fucking hysterical. He always used to email me. Well, if somebody remembers, give me a call. That guy was great. I, I always, I think everybody should be treated like they're part of the gang. And start act like, all right, we're having fun here, but you can't be here. You have something wrong with you. Because it's not like this girl probably sits around and thinks that she's different all day until somebody tells her. Um, here's uh, Kevin. You're on the Run Fest show. Bobo. One word, Bobo. I mean, y'all made him a star. <laughs> this fucking DJ's going to get fired for talking to a retard. Jesus. Yeah. The family said they didn't want him fired. Um, here is Mike. You're on the Running Fed show. Yeah, um, now, nowadays with social media, you know, everyone sits on their ass and pretends like they give a shit and they like this if you care about this Down syndrome chick. Number one, he never said, oh, so you're mentally challenged, uh, I'm going to make fun of you. And number two, while I was on hold, I realized, Fezzy, um, you, you don't disagree with this. This is actually a bit and we're all fucking retarded. For I know. This is Fez the contrarian. I agree. It's Fez the Contrarian. She's like, what do I have to do to get everybody all fired up? I'll do very little, and then I'll act like, you know. Poor Mo. Fez will do a bit like, uh, I don't think guns should vote. Give me a call, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I don't think Jesus ever swam. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Bullshit, he did. No, he walked on water. At least once. And then he said this. This is in the Bible. Give me some water. Because I shot a man on a Mexican border. Cool, cool water. Give me some. Um, Chris, show the Running Fez show. Fez have, have gay sex. 
He's marrying a woman, and now he wants to go for a mother. He's a straight man. Here's something Liz Sets Fire wrote into you, Fez. Okay. Poor Jerry Barker wasn't willing to participate in the Fez Paulo herpes makeout sesh. And I guess she ran out of things before in could come into <sighs> it. Oh, I remember Jerry Barker walking into the studio. Dennis. Thanks, Libby. That guy was great. Uh, Kevin, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, Fezzy, you said that it's not nice to make fun of people with Down syndrome? Yes. You did a bit a couple of years ago, and it's pretty funny, by the way, called Retard Island. Do you remember that? Making fun of Oh, God. Yeah, Fez used to do the voice. Play Fez's retard voice. Find some of those for me, Hicks. Yeah, I just found Dennis's thing, too. That was one of my um, favorite, favorite bits that Don and Mike used to do. Josh, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, two things real quick. Um, if you guys listen to that full conversation that um, ONA played this morning, the news took it way out of context like they always do. It sounds completely different when you just listen to that and not the news. Um, and also... Now, Fez, you said the guy, he was told that she had Down syndrome, correct, by a caller? Yeah, that's what the news report said. Okay. I'm going to tell you that the guy that last call was a, was a uh, terrorist. Do you believe me? No. Holy shit. Why not? He could have been. How do we know? Well, you wouldn't believe me, though. You wouldn't take that to heart. And okay. She we was going by the way the woman was speaking with a stutter and that. and So well, that what? That sounded a little crazy. Callers are wrong all the time. They, that Every time wasn't. we, how do we? So what? How many times do we do a drinking show and someone tells us that the person is going to die? <laughs> I fucking never have gotten any good information from a caller ever. Um, Jim, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, you know what'd be a really funny bit is if you played like an opener for uh, Paulo. And mocked a little girl with a speech impediment, make her cry. Oh, I That'd remember be funny. that. And she was not a willing participant. She was a minor. Um, Steve, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, using Fez's philosophy, Ron, you are as guilty as Mo because you spend three hours a day trying to get a mentally challenged person to speak on the radio. If I've told you how many serious emails I get from people saying it's wrong and cruel to keep Fez on the air, uh, you'd be fucking shocked. Probably not shocked. But there are a vast number of people that have written to me or called and said, it's wrong to let that man on the air every day, and you know it. Uh, I think you're great, right? Uh, my thing is, tell a joke, be a joke. It's that simple. She called the radio station... She should be the same as when a drunk person calls the radio station or a stupid person called the radio station. If you fucking wanted to say only smart people could do call radio station, then everyone who's ever seen a UFO would be off the air. You wouldn't have any of those shows. Glenn Beck, no callers at all. Zero. That's just the way the game's played. I've had fucking callers call me up and say, 
you know, tell me the most horrific things, and then said, could you play Freebird? And I know for a fact they had to be dumb as dirt to think that somehow Freebird was going to make them feel better about their parents burning up in a trailer. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, I used to take that call every fucking day. Fucking dad. I get tired of hearing Freebird all the time. Um, here is, yeah, I got tired of fucking having to play it. <laughs> Somebody was always fucking falling off a motorcycle and getting killed. <laughs> Could you get on free bird? <laughs> There's other fucking sad songs, people. But he's a free bird now. Yeah. He's flying to heaven. Okay. John in Miami, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, it's kind of ironic because don't Down syndrome babies have Mo haircuts? Mo calling Mo? Yeah, we got you. Just because we don't laugh doesn't mean we didn't get it. This girl's put together. She's a high functioning fucking. Down syndrome person. All right, Flipper uh, just wrote in, said the balls of Fez, knowing the bits that he did with Retard Eddie. That's from Flip. Flip, good news, wedding's coming up. Um. No answer out of Fez today. We've taken steps back today. We were doing so great. What changed? Maybe the maybe the brain things wearing him yeah. down, the headache. Even though yesterday it seemed like it was hurting him more. Uh, Evan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, how are you guys? Um, good. Good. Um, you know. I'm a first-time listener and first-time caller, so I just wanted to comment on this real quick. Yeah. If you're calling up a radio station, and it's a DJ, and they're a good DJ and they're funny, it's like going to a comedy club. You're going to sit up front, you're asking to get picked on. She wasn't calling a radio station. She thought she was calling her aunt. Hello, Charlotte! Yeah, but the radio DJ doesn't know that. Dude, I used to fucking wait for any... We had... Uh, my hotline went up. I would scream after the show, roll fucking tape. I had people so fucking mad at me all the time, and we loved it. We used to play the shit out of it, and then they would make us take it away. I would say it was anybody. I would say it was their, I would, it was their mom. I wouldn't give a fuck. Have a good day. Why wouldn't you do that if you have the opportunity? <laughs> Mo's in there doing a show by himself. And someone calls up and is handing him material. <laughs> of course he runs with it. If you don't fucking like that the kid called up like this, and it's an adult, don't leave her alone, or if you do, tape her hands. Why are they now responsible for who she calls? Because the family's a bunch of opportunistic dicks. And you know, this whole thing of, oh, you don't know what we go through living with her. You can say that about everybody. You could go over to people in McDonald's. How dare you people laugh when my grandmother just died? You know what I mean? 
<laughs> there's always reasons to feel bad. <clears throat> and why does a face-to-face apology help? So you can get a little, milk a little more time out of this? Yeah, you get back on the nose because the cameras yeah. will be there. What does Mo got to do? Crawl on his hands and knees? That's what they like, and then they post those pictures on Facebook. Stop it. Uh, Chuck, you're on the Run of Face show. Hello? Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, fans. This is your brother, Carson. I don't like it when you always make fun of me and talk about me on the radio. Okay, I got to go now because I got to eat my bowl of cereal. Oh, yeah. That was Fez's family's funny joke. They nicknamed his brother Corky after the retard on that show. That's why I know you're, you're bullshit now, Fez. No, I think it's a totally different thing. My brother's not really mentally challenged. You're still making fun of the person who's retarded, Corky, instead of seeing him as a brave soul who started a band. By the way, I could never watch that show even for a second. I never watched it. But he was a high-functioning one, though, right? They're all high-functioning. I mean, what are you saying? Somebody that you got to sit in the sun? And fucking feed with an eyedropper? I mean, is that low functioning for you? Yeah, if if yeah, if I have to like put a lot of work into fucking keeping them alive, <laughs> then yeah. Um Mike, Baton Rouge. Hey Ronnie, little known facts. Did you know in England they call retards facts? Um <laughs> I'll smoke a fag right now. <laughs> now you're better than that. Than to encourage this lame caller. Baz, I'm waiting on the laughter. Hold on. I'm not hanging up till I get it. Well, you'll be waiting all day. I didn't know that they called them that. They don't. What do they refer to that as? I don't know what they... I would say maybe like here, special Meatballs? needs. Meatballs or cigarettes? Dude, you ought to put out a comedy album called Meatballs and Cigarettes. You're just fucking standing there fingering your own ass looking at the camera. Meatballs and cigarettes. Um, Kevin, Houston, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddy. Yeah. I, I just, I'm amazed every day that I listen to this show how Fez can sit there and pick what he wants to make an agenda about and what he doesn't want to make an agenda about since he's made his entire radio career off of making fucking fun of other people. As everyone in radio has done. <laughs> There's not a person in radio who has any boundaries exactly. or else they never would have got fucking hired. Unless they were with somebody who had no boundaries. Let them fucking carry the stick. Here's uh, Xander in England. He's been calling all day. It's kind of teasing the tart. Uh, Hello. Yeah, what is it, Xander? Um, I've been listening to Fez for a while now, and um, I'm a twink from England, and uh, I'd really like to take Fez's Virginia. All day this guy's called. I haven't gone to his thing, Fez. <coughs> and that was, uh, that was his big thing. Oh, oh no, I'm twink. being serious. Uh, sorry, Xander, I'm getting married. Oh, come on. One more fling before you get married. Your bit isn't working, my friend, so just give it up at this point. It's not a bit. 
I want you. I've been listening to you for ages. Oh. Well, I'm not interested. How's that? Old Fez right. is back somehow. Why not manipulate it? Spin it. Have some fun with it. Uh, Sergio, Sergio, you're on my Fez. Buddies. Yeah. What's up with the the show Corky? The sister, she was fine as hell, man. Dude, that was fucking Corky in her wig, you sick bastard. <laughs> uh, James, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Fez. Last summer, Bobo, who we all can agree is mentally challenged, got picked on by Ron relentlessly over that stupid Bobo kid. Where was the rage and outrage and the scent that you have that's going on for this story? I don't remember Ron Ron making fun of him. I remember Ron promoting it. I remember Ron making him feel good about his party. There wasn't going to be a party, Fez. Nobody was going to it. Opie wasn't, and I guaranteed him all that stuff. I told him to go tell his mom to get more steaks. I was in Jamaica. You fucking know it. And they texted me while I was there. Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, Andrea just uh, wrote earlier today and said, ONA interviewing the cop who inter- interrogated uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. I missed that one. She said Dahmer was described as highly religious Lutheran background, brushes with homosexuality, and a closeness with his grandmother. Man. It's exactly Watley. <coughs> um, I haven't eaten any Loatian boys yet, though. John, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, what about the, the guy that used to deliver y'all's mail and fans would say the horrible things about babies or good about babies and make him say good? Superstar. Or no <laughs> Let me tell you something about Superstar. And this is the only time that we ever. Uh, Caught any heat, and we caught it from one of the vice presidents at CBS, who I guess had gotten him his gig there and watched out for him and all. So we fucking always had a great time with Superstar. My philosophy is, what's the difference between Superstar, Fez, Chris? Everybody's in it together. Earl doesn't make any difference to me. Why do you got to act like these guys, it's the fun, but we're not. What are we, the cool table? No. Pull fucking seat up. So everything's going great, and we used to have a lot of broad stuff by on uh, Friday nights, and there was some amount of drinking. And the superstar used to enjoy Fridays like there was no other time. Nice. We get him a lap dance. Superstar gets a fucking hard-on like a two-by-four in his pants. I mean, seriously, you could have broke a stick over it. I mean, it was... Fucking rock hard. It was like he fucking suddenly grew a rhino horn. Jesus. And he was unstoppable. No one. He was bum rushing. Not exactly sure what he wanted to do with it, but just wanted to shove up against. <laughs> and uh, we were told uh, no more lap dances for him. He'll. Can't. Somebody could have. It could have been like when fucking Frankenstein was pulling the fucking oh, things out of flowers okay. yeah. and then threw a baby in. I mean, he could have shoved that fucking into somebody's eye and killed them. And I had no idea about the superhuman dick strength. That's 
kind of crazy, man. It's hey, come on, dude. Don't judge like that. You're crazy. Oh, I'm totally nuts. I just think that everybody's should be fucking hanging out together. What's the big deal? Uh, here's our buddy, the blowhard. Hey, I got Exhibit A on why we should just end this ridiculous conversation. Uh, Hicks, go to the archive. A bit you guys did years ago when retards ruled the world. Fez did a retarded person's um, impression. And I got to give Fez credit. He did a really good retard. A lot of people complained they didn't like his retarded bit. But it was still In the year 2025, due to a massive climate change and constant encouragement from special ed teachers, special needs citizens of every continent were able to take over the planet. If retards ruled the world. There are going to be new rules. First rule. Pants mm. must now be worn six to eight inches above the waist. I can't take living on a planet run by retards. It's evolution gone backwards. Next rule. No kissing. Because we don't want girls to have babies. I don't understand this. Why didn't somebody just tell their parents? Don't you get it? These retards were all born so late in life that their parents are all dead now. There's no one to control them. And from now on, we ride the big bus. Not the short one, the big bus. This is insane. It's bad enough that no one has given these retards their medicine so they stop jacking off in public, but now they're telling us what to do. I'm out of here. Don't do it, man. Don't draw attention to yourself. Oh, fuck this retard shit. You there! Stop! Stop! Stay away from me, retard! You you have to learn to be nice and and you have you have to learn to be a helpful friend! Oh god, you smell like a deviled ham wrapped inside an old mildew tent! You come with me right now, mister! What? Am I under arrest? No. I have to go bathroom and I need someone to take me. I feel shitty. It's a madhouse! If retards ruled the world. You got him again, Blowhard. Also, what about Retard Martin? Back on back even deeper. When yeah. Fez would fight this character called Retard Martin. Uh, again, Martin would come into the studio. No, it was still Martin. Not, it, was not a, it was not a retarded person like or a special needs person who accidentally called in the show. So, not a real mental, uh, special needs person. So, so you tell me that you think that anybody who like helps special needs kids would be like, yes, Fez, you did the right thing. You're the best. No, probably not. But maybe Blowhard. I do because I argue with Blowhard all the time. All right, so calling him a retard is the joke. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the listeners are pretty stupid anyway, and, you know, let's face it, we're all a bunch of morons calling into the show. And if you call into a radio show, you're fair game no matter who you are. She didn't mean to. She thought she was calling her aunt. I don't know why you can't understand that. We all understand it, but she didn't call her aunt. That's what you don't understand. It's not everybody it's else's responsibility that she didn't call her aunt. To, they're trying to sensationalize it. It's not say, a big deal. It's a made-up fucking deal. And that voice you did with that retards uh, rule the world... That would make Mo proud. It was actually, a great voice. Actually, it sounded more Chinese to yeah, me. Yeah, more Asian, definitely. Definitely like a Chinaman. But anyway, just had to prove it, Fez, that, you know, back in the past, there was a lot of retard jokes, and you know what? They were damn funny. Well, that's, that you're was a pretty his... pretty fucking funny guy, man. You, you're hysterical, and it was great stuff. 
What happened? The man has so much talent, Ronnie B, and I don't know what happened. He just doesn't want to do it anymore. Maybe it's just from years of uh, hearing your voice every day. What does that mean? I don't call every day. My voice isn't... Please. Give me a break, Fez. I've always been a supporter of you. You know I'm a fan. I'm always a big fan of the Fez Watley. And I love your sense of humor. you're, You're at your best when you're picking on people and abusing people. Let's face it. Yeah, I just don't think it was the case in this in this point. But it's a retarded person who calls a show, so they're having some fun. This happens all the time. I've heard it on Stern, I've heard it on Imus, I've heard it every radio show I've ever listened to, that people joke. do make mistakes, call radio shows, and you're fair game. And nobody's getting hurt, nobody's being uh, mortally wounded by this. It's just a non-story, it's a waste of time, and this is way, it's, just, it's just stupid that people are upset over this. It's just retarded. No pun intended. Mm. I even think it's a pun when it's that fucking blatant. Yeah, that's true. Well, Fezzy, you got again. You got to. Oh, I don't think so. We're the ones who vote. You have you've been more dead air than anything. All right, Blowhard, you're not even making a pick this weekend, huh? Well, I I I like San Francisco to win the game, but I can't support the Ravens because of that thug Ray Lewis. I just can't, and uh, like I said, he's a man of God. It's, yeah, they all are. Uh, it's what? just two teams that I really don't give a shit about. I'm, I'm hoping it's an interesting game. But, you know, I'll, I'll you and Kate Mara feel the same way. If it's not the Giants or Steelers, you're not interested. Man, she's something else, isn't she? No, she's a sweet kid. She really is hot stuff. But anyway, I, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl, but you know what? I'm going to watch it with disdain huh. and disgust. Now, maybe that's because I haven't been there with my team since 1969. Maybe that's it's just bitterness. Or maybe just the halftime show bores me when I want to go back to the uh, old days with the jetpack guy and the upward people and all that good stuff. I just can't get into the whole hype of it all. That's all. I just feel like I'm being suckered. It's like I'm, as you say, a carny. Like, here comes, a, here comes a, a mark walking down the midway with a balloon in his hand. I just feel that the people fall for the hype. And talking about commercials, not, now we're talking about commercials before they even add the commercials. How ridiculous you know, is that? The other thing that gets to me with these players is they keep putting their foot in their mouth when they're interviewed. But most of these guys would rather not be interviewed. They're forced to do the media. They they're bullshit. forced they to do, do the media. Fine from the league. Yeah, and then if they don't say anything politically correct... Or something bad about an ex-player, or a or a um, or a current player. It's plastered everywhere, and we want to know why can't this guy shut his mouth? And you know these two coaches. Okay, the brother versus brother, great angle, but they're both very unlikable guys. They just don't seem like they're. You know, at least if Rex Ryan was there, there'd be some you know some chaos and some lunacy, oh, and you know, like typical Rex Ryan. What's going to happen to Long Hair Ryan? He went was going to it. Uh, yeah, St. Louis, and now booted from there. Yeah, so I don't know what I, he was the one who said, uh, "Big deal, I'll have a job in ten minutes," and he did, and then that fell through. They had to share the same philosophy, apparently. As well. Yeah, he actually got hired, and then after they yeah. talked, they're like, oh, "I can't." Uh, I hope you guys enjoy the game. And, Fez, I hope there's some really great commercials there for you. Oh! oh shit, I'm going to be enjoying them. The You're a man of tradition. You would think you would be into this. I, don't, I just don't like 
throttled Adam, Fez. and getting excited Fez is coming over back. something when I want to watch a football game. When I want to watch a league championship, when I watch the World Series, I don't say, hey, I want to see a commercial. When I watch the NBA Finals, I don't say, wow, what a great commercial. They made this thing into just hype and sell, sell, sell. Yes, I know we need commercials. We, we need to keep commerce alive in this country. We need consumerism. But damn it, they get to ruin football by just commercializing and just selling too Commercials hard. are going to be there in the game anyway. Why it'll be, not enjoy It'll be great them? when we see where the NFL peaked because it's been heading up our entire lifetime. So it'll be great when we'll know, uh-oh, it's starting to sink back down. Because it hasn't happened yet, really. dies on the field from a hit. Then you're going to see the game change. Right now, these guys, compared to the old days, they get hit, you get a 15-yard penalty for even touching a guy. When you look back at the old uh, AFL or NFL, when guys were getting uh, head slapped, guys were getting arm bars to the neck, Joe Namath gets his jaw broken by the Raiders. I mean, it, it was such a different, tough game. Now you can't even touch a receiver without a pass interference call. Every run back on special teams, whether it's a punt, a kickoff, or whatever, they find a penalty blocking it, low. You know what? And that's also another reason why I can't give you know Randy Moss the greatest of all time because could he have played back in the 1960s when those guys used to get Fucked mugged? Up. They would get mugged down the field. They would get think about the Jack Tatum's of the world, right? Yeah. I mean, it was just they would get popped. And helmet first all the time. And no one ever now t talks about those guys as if they were tough. They're almost looked at as a specialty thing. And you would have had to have been pretty badass to play back in those days. Like a Lance Allworth, a yeah. Raymond Berry, a uh, Don Maynard, a Fred Belintikoff. Those guys were mugged constantly out you know, when they were running out into the flats. And now with this five-yard rule, they throw flags at any little contact. It's so ridiculous that the game, it's just going to become touch football and that's what's going to happen, and all these lawsuits are going to just keep piling up. But you know what? When you put on that helmet and you go into that game, starting at high school or even lower, up through college and into the pros, you're putting your life at risk. That's the risk, and people should, the league should not be liable for this because you know what you're getting into. If you drive a car for NASCAR, you get in that car, you know you could die. If you go do bullfighting... He's a libertarian. Our blowhard's a libertarian. Thank you, my friends. Good to talk to you, blowhard. Right, Enjoy the game. All right, peace. Blowhard, always ready to grab the stick and take off. He was always ready to go for it. Fire it up. Um, JP, you're on the run of Fez show. Supposed to be a million dollars. Uh, I think that Fez is a little jealous because <clears throat> you can take your average retard to a five-star Michelin-rated restaurant and even they won't stuff their mouth full of fucking rock salt and start cracking down on it. And we know how much they love to put shit in their mouths, just like Chris Stanley. Loves dick. That's, that's I uh, do not that's love dick. That's fucking true. Why? This guy just calls up and says, I love dick, and it's true? I thought we were supposed to believe callers. Fez told us that earlier. Not that caller. A caller said it, so it must be true. <laughs> that's a crazy fucking thing to, to apply to your life. I think the rock salt was worse. All right, I'm going to break here. I'm going to let Fez take the stick for the rest of the show. What do you want to do it on today, Fezzy? Go for the fucking limit? Just talking about how, how you'll know if you've been invited and shown up to a nightmare Super Bowl party. Okay. A Super well, Bowl party from hell. Oh, Super Bowl party from hell. All right, we will break and be right back. It's the Ron and Fez show. This is the Ron and Fez Show. Ron and Fez.
continues. This weekend is uh, Super Bowl, and tomorrow we better decide, because we haven't brought it up once, whether we're going to do the Banzai Twitter contest. We've never even thought about that this year. Damn. Uh, Big Fez Watley has the stick, and uh, what is it you wanted to talk about, Fez? Well, this is, it's on the iBang, and it's how to avoid... A nightmare Super Bowl party. Just the Super Bowl party from hell. So act like you're not coming over? I am very surprised that this year that your brothers invited you to a hot party and you don't want to go. No, I, I like, watching the, I like uh, watching the Super Bowl with you. You realize it's not a party, right? No, it, it's, it's actually perfect. It's always good food. You can watch the game. Uh, pay attention to it. He's going to some restaurant. I have no idea what that setup's going to be. All right, Hicks, if you didn't know the way that Fez and I actually are, right, would you swear that he had gay love for me? Yes. Because who does that? Yes, he, does. he does. Who acts like I want to be with you on the Super Bowl while you watch by yourself? Because I guarantee you there's not a lot of talking. Because I like to watch the fucking game. Also, Fez. Sometimes I'll call my bookie in the fourth quarter and say, cancel that bet. I was lying. <laughs> you don't like it? Sue me. Fez also gets stuck in the routine thing, too. So That's outs- what I worry about. Outside the, if, let's, all right, let's take out the gay love thing. Just Fez's love of routine. Love of doing the same thing that over and over again. That keeps him from growth. It could be good for you to change it up just one year. Just see what it's like. See what it's like. You know what? Then he'll be calling his brother when we go into that restaurant again. That's what happens to him. Give it a shot. Go to the Super Bowl party fest. Jenny Hutt sent me something that she uh, wanted to stop by, but um, she wants to promote something that she's doing. But when I went down to take a fucking hot piss, she didn't look up in her little glass what I like to call her little glass box. And don't be offended, everyone. I'm not talking about her vagina. thought it was see-through. It could be, for all I know. She polishes it enough. What the fuck? We're stopping Fez from doing his bit. So this is a Super Bowl party from hell. If you walk into someone's home for the Super Bowl, it's so sad because you have... Once a year, where you want to have a great time watching the biggest game of the year. 
and people from trying too hard can just really ruin their own Super Bowl party. This is like tips that you're giving us, then, Fez. Like helpful tips. Sure. I'm doing a new thing I call uh, Cheers and Jeers. You want to hear some? Give me like some Hollywood music and yell out Ron Bennington's Cheers and Jeers. No, like a big, happy, like uh, hooray for Hollywood type thing. Like something big and explosive, not like Entertainment Tonight. Okay. Anything up there. It doesn't matter what music you have. Just give me good stuff. It's Ron Bennington's Cheers and Jeers. Thanks, everybody. Welcome to today's Cheers and Jeers. Cheers to applauding. And jeer and jeers to booing. I never asked for help for this. I had a really fucking cute bit. All you guys had to do was just sit here. Just react like people. Not like now what do we do? How are we in this? That was my cheers and cheers. Let's do your bit, Fess. So if you show up and someone has overdone the food, everybody wants good food. They want uh, food that it's fun to eat at the Super Bowl party. It can be overdone, like when you. All right, now Jenny Hutchins wrote back and said next week she'll be here. Oh, next week she'll make time. Yeah. Didn't know we were on her schedule. I don't get it either. Bazaar. I'll tell you this, she was wearing some kind of leotard pants that I would call, now there's no secrets. Come on. Uh, George, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, I just wanted to know if Fez is not getting it. Ron has brought this up time and time again. I do not think Ron wants you to go to his house. Go to the other party. Okay. Um, That's blunt, but it's out there. I don't want you showing up with an ice cream cake. Oh, I don't want to even believe that's true. It is true. I want you to go out and have fun with your brother and his friend. I won't have any fun there. How do you know that? Because I'll be thinking about uh, oh, wanting to watch the Super Bowl with All right, God. now it's gone from routine back to the gay, gay infatuation. It got weird fast. <laughs> You feel a little insulted by Jenny Hutt? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't even take a gander at you? Well, I mean, that fucking thing is all glass. Well, anyway, that was Fez Watley's tips for making a great Super Bowl. No, I haven't even gotten to them yet. Oh, you're giving us tips? These are things you want to avoid. Oh, I got one. Uh, AIDS. That's going to ruin the entire day. My thing is uh, keep it wrapped. Wrap that shit up. Because <laughs> it feels good, though. <laughs> so is that on there, Fez? No, AIDS is something you would want to avoid, but I was going to uh, talk about things that are more Super Bowl party specific. So what you want to do is don't go too cute with your food. A food stadium... You're trying to make it look like the Superdome made out of baloney. 
people are just going to be nauseated by that. It doesn't look delicious. It's not appetizing. So what, are you, what are you angry about? Oh, I'm not angry. I'm trying to help people. Well, you, are you telling people not to do it or not to go to that party? I'm saying if you walk into a party and you see this, you've walked into a bad, bad party. Okay. And don't, yeah, don't make buildings out of your food. Just let people eat. Um, Matt, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, guys. Hey, Fez, you say you don't want to go with your brother because you're afraid you won't have a good time. Do you ever think that Ron might think if Fez shows up to my house and I won't have a good time? Ron, I think what you should do is what you do at Halloween when you don't have any candy. Turn the lights off and lock the door. Let him stand out there and knock. I don't want to do that, but yes, he... I mean, you can hear by this bit that he's doing how cranky he is. And I just like to have a nice, quiet thing. I don't wish to make fun of the commercials. I don't want to say that one brother's jealous of the other brother. I don't want to act like Phil Sims looks like the fucking third winter brother. I just want to watch a game, uh, enjoy myself, relax, get up the next day. But focus on the game. Sounds reasonable. I'm not bringing up what the TV show is on after this and what a ratings bump they should get. Now, also, if you have a bad Super Bowl party, here's a sign. Where you're serving people out of football-shaped bowls and dishes. Football? Football, bowls, and dishes. We get it. We're watching football. We don't have to be eating out of the thing they're playing with in order to have a good time. It's more distracting than anything. I'm going to make a cast out of Marlboro's head and put dip in I like to put dip in a fucking jock strap and then some chips on a thigh pad. Uh, when you had us over for your, when we had the fantasy league at your house, right? Right. What did you serve us out of? Football bo- shaped bowls and dishes. Well, why and nobody are... liked that party. So why are you angry this year? No, I'm putting it out there. Don't do it. This is a mistake I've made. Um, Don, you're on the Run Face show. Don, we lost him. Uh, here's Tom in Iowa. You're on the Run Face show. Hey, uh, how come uh, Fez ain't going to spend it with Stalker Patty? He and Patty are going to be uh, drinking Starbucks stuff. Mm. I don't think you're supposed to see the bride uh, a few months before the wedding. So, also along the same lines as the eating out of footballs, people try <laughs> to serve things out of helmets. That is along the same lines. I would say the same exact line. Where snacks are put in a helmet instead of just being able to be in a regular bowl that can be passed around. Now someone's trying to move a helmet bowl around by the face mask. You don't like that, huh? No, it's over-decorating. It's unnecessary, people. You don't need that. If I did all these things, would you promise not to show up? No, I'm not I mean, you're laughing like this has gotten to be a joke, but I think it would be better. Your brother's flying all the way up here. You never get to see him. I think you should hang out with him. Come on. Just something new. Change it up just a little bit. One year, that's all. For the hard One year you don't come over. 
Harbaugh. Think what, of it as you, you giving me the present of sweet relief. Spend the fucking brother bowl with your brother. If you want, I'll Skype with you. I'll just fucking put up a Skype and you can watch me watching the game, having the same amount of conversation I would if you were sitting next to me. FaceTime that shit. Next, color-coordinated oh, snacks. Yeah. You like them or you don't like them? I am against them. I am against them for a Super Bowl party. You want food that's going to look appetizing. When you start dyeing your food, Raven's purple and black... <laughs> Why do I feel like Fez and I are take? I mean, Hicks and I are taking some kind of how to be a good housewife class with a mean old fucking spinster screaming at us. I don't want a fucking iron. Jesus. All right, people are learning a lot of good stuff from this, Fez. Have you read any of the feedback? No, I haven't. Don't. Yet. Don't read it. You'll lock up. <laughs> Do you ever go back and read the feedback? Yes, I do. Really? Yeah. Gosh, this got to be rough, huh? Yeah. Late at night, I read it. Why? Why do you do that to yourself? Oh, I try to avoid it, but then I just can't help myself and look. Um, what do you say? I'm doing it? I'm getting it done? No, I usually just cry to myself. Oh. You know what? Fuck everything I said before. I want you to spend a Super Bowl with Hicks. Want to come to a fucked up house party? You're more than welcome. It's going to get fucked up in there. And long before the game, I'm imagining. Oh, yeah. I'm supposed to make some White Castle fucking dip. I doubt I'll be able to function enough to do that. Is it true that there's more domestic abuse calls? Um, Doc's intoxicated wrote, wrote that up. I didn't know that that was urban myth or true. Uh, I think that's Urban Myth and Snopes. Um, Snopes. All right, listen to this one. When someone makes a terrific bean dip the year before, but then can't replicate it, Super Bowl party from hell. Oh, the Liz sets fire says that. Whoa. She's mean. No, she's actually great. She sent us a really interesting lifeboat with sisters. Oh. You might want to do it tomorrow. Nice. So we can put everything together, or we can just do it without putting it on the site. I like other people to fucking chime in. You're right. People like to chime in, don't they? Vote, get their votes in, you know? Feel people like, you do. Know, yes, want, I got want, it. Want to feel part of it, the, the thing. But here's the thing. When I agree with you, why do you keep going? But see, people love to fucking you get You know that what? Vote. You'd make a great lawyer because after they said your client was innocent, you keep right on talking. And <laughs> the fucking client would be gone. I was like, like, All right. What don't you fucking get? But see, he we didn't fucking, he didn't rape and murder that fucking kid. Fucking kid. All right. All right, but you're starting to make me think he did. Now. He definitely did because this fucking jury just <laughs> said he's good. I'm on the jury, Look, and now I started to change my mind. <laughs> nope, you're to double jeopardy. <laughs> double jeopardy, motherfucker. We're out. We're out. Everyone fe feels like they know one legal thing, and it's always double jeopardy. That's right. That's right up there with possession is nine-tenths of the law. And I remember once there was a fucking stolen bike thing when I was a kid, and, this, and the cop was asking everybody in the neighborhood. And a fucking kid says to the cop, and possession is nine-tenths of the law. And the cop goes, no, it ain't. Why would you say something so stupid? This is what I go around taking stuff back from people who 
who who took it just because they possess it? And we're all like this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I came up with the thing that I'd always say when the cops came around. A, I saw some black kids around here earlier. That worked? They lot. might be back in the village, if you know what I mean. <laughs> T.O. Village. Twin Oaks Village. <clears throat> That's for... We used to like to call that Black Beverly Hills. Because it wasn't. Houses weren't very nice. <laughs> My school bus used to have to go through there. Looked like we were going through the fucking Chitlin circuit. Did ever did looked like ever Muddy stopped. Waters was going to be sitting on the fucking like six year old Muddy Waters would be sitting on the front stoop, trying to make a fucking uh, guitar out of a broom handle. Fez, I'm sorry, we're interrupting you. What, what were you saying? You, you came up with the best way to make a great party. Well, this is ways to avoid having a horrible, horrible Super Bowl party. And one thing is, if you get there and you see somebody has painted their nails in NFL colors and like Super Bowl and like footballs and the Super Bowl trophy. How about this? This guy said, when someone won't use the bathroom because your friend told everyone that he was taking a shit a few years back. Hashtag Super Bowl party from hell. I did that to Fez. Fez, why don't you just give your brother One a time, um, Fez uh, went in to use my bathroom, and then I fucking went in right after him, and I poured soda on the floor, and I fucking walked out, and I go like this. What happened in there? And I made everyone go in. Who was just in there? Was it you, Fez? And then everyone was looking at it, going, what color is that? <laughs> No one once would think that someone would go around and pour fucking uh, a Coke around the toilet and then complain that it looked like somebody had done something awful. So Someone should have tasted it. That's disgusting. Well, you know, it would have proven. Hey, um, I got some marker on me. Give me some of that. Uh, is, yeah, that's the stuff that works. All right, this one just says this. I am here, queer, and fabulous. Does anyone know Pepper's phone numbers? And is someone named Fred Fartcom? That's a lot of questions. And then there's a picture of him wearing a fez. Um, you can reach me here at the show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Oh, You're a grinder. <laughs> oh, shit! For you, and you refuse to use it. Fake even though there's two, there's fucking a dude 15 feet away from us and two feet away from us. You know what? I'm going to stop doing nice things. So I'm deleting the goddamn app. All right, Fez, do me a favor. Uh-huh. Would you make me one promise and stick to it? What's that? Don't read the comments. I want that to be my new thing where I do that voice. My other thing, you know, is when I come into a room, I like to go, what you smoking? That herb, dog. <laughs> That's going to be the response I'm hoping to get. <laughs> That's the response I'm looking for. Next up, oh. edible footballs. Where people... What? Think 
edible I don't even know what that is. shaped food. Oh, okay. I thought that you could eat a football. It's like when someone makes a deviled egg to look like a football, thinking some crisscross lines on a piece of food. All right, you got a picture of this one? Because I've never seen this before. Uh, yeah. When you said edible footballs, I thought they were actually fucking selling that. If you look at the page on the iBang, of course, there's the meatloaf Oh, football. you know what? I just thought of something. Jerry Barker's wife did that for us with a cake. The cake pops. Yeah, cake pops. Yeah, it's it's unnecessary. You're going overboard for your Super Bowl party. You don't have to try so hard. And besides, chocolate-covered strawberries made to look like footballs don't look like footballs. They're not football-shaped. All right, let me see what they got now. When someone farts themselves awake, Super Bowl party from hell. That was a regular season incident, by the way, people. <laughs> uh, Rich, you're on the Run of Fez show. God's honest truth, Rich, is this a, sh- a shot at women or gays? Uh, it's a I shot at bad parties. But no guy would do this, right? Can we agree to that? Well, you did it at your part. Well, you're gay. I forgot. You're a non-sexual gay. No, there's a lot of these things a guy would do. Now, this is an interesting thing. You did this at your party, right? Right. Um, Now, you never have football parties. So what were you doing with those weird dishes? When did you buy them? Do you do it for yourself? No, I went and bought everything specifically for that party. I went and got it that week. Oh, that's so sad. And it was, oh, it was, and it just no, ended up I being just a nightmare. No, can I just say something? Because of the way that the food thing went out, Mikey Boy ruined your party. And you've noticed that we haven't seen him since? Nope. Yeah, he just came out of the kitchen with a sandwich. Like, what? And he actually screamed at somebody. I didn't fucking eat all day. And, like, the whole thing was, because we didn't have the oil and everything, we were all going to prepare the hoagies together. Not fucking come bumbling in and out. Stumbling in and out like fucking stew bums. <laughs> Good stew never hurts. Well, what's the story with Jenny Hutt? She would say, oh, can I come in? I go, yeah, next week. I don't know. This week's still going Is strong. that a big double fuck you? That's sounds like st- it. sounds like we're getting shit. one a day now. Hold on. I got to ask my phone a question. Siri, is that a double fuck you? Oh, my God. I think Siri's in a coma. No, Siri. I saw what's-his-name's going to be okay, the porns guy. Oh, thank Hedgehog. God. Two weeks. Two weeks down, and then he'll be out. Good. But he might be retiring his dick. Even in his personal life? Well, you know, what are you going to be pumping and thumping up there with your fucking heart aneurysm? Mm, it's too much stress. His heart could explode on his uh, wedding night. When he's banging Stalker Patty. In the ass, Fez. In the ass. Thank you. Keep her pussy virgin. That should be your quote. Within hours, I'll be banging her ass. I'll drink, everyone. It's all on Hard Rock Johnny. I got another expense, still. Put that down. Uh, One of my expenses is going to be a vacation home. Probably in western Massachusetts. I don't want to go out in the Hamptons like an animal. I'm a mountain boy. And then just put under a vacation home, just put, thank God I'm a country boy. All right. And then put siege on Denver. 
Or listen to John Denver. He knows. That goes right under $14,000 for candy. Parentheses, knows. You got it. Parentheses. You did pretty good, pony boy. Boy, a lot of these commercials, people are disappearing and reappearing, huh, Hicks? That's the whole thing this year. They love the CGI. What's that mean? Like special effects. Oh, I thought it was a new football league. No. Turn this dog shit off, would you? Sounds like two cats fucking. It's Denver, baby. Broncos ain't in it this year. Give me something from San Francisco. Give me Mighty Real. This is their fucking city's theme song. Back to the Super Party from Hell. If what? you're back to the Super uh, Super Bowl party from Hell. Bowl. Not the Super Party. So this is if you're trying to turn your party into an outdoor tailgate party sell while it, you're Fuzzy. still indoors. Fuzzy, sell it. No matter how it's doing, sell it. Hit it. So this is where you end up with a living room full of coolers because but you don't want you want right. the beer as close as possible what about to this you? though buckets of beer and ice don't you like that like those metal buckets fill it with ice shove the beers in well it if i don't care for it myself i'm a big fan especially if you drink fast and furious oh hell yeah pound it I think you're just bulking up your Super Bowl party. You're putting more things in the way. At Remember, the TV. we got a bucket nice yesterday with our drinks in it. That Thanks, nice. Pit Doc. Pit Doc's the man. Pit Doc. You the, the man. The Real cane sugar. Fuck that high fructose shit. Yeah, we ain't fucking playing that game. We Mexican it out, cane style. Or Hasidic Jewish. You always go back to that. I'm just saying they got the. Uh, I'm fucking Palestinian, dude. Oh, Every time what? you bring that up, it hurts. No idea. I apologize. I know you're from West Bank, covered, dude. Yeah. West Bank, best bank. That's what we used to say when I was growing up. All right, people, don't read any of the things, Fez. Don't serve a plate of rock sauce. I wouldn't. Um, Joe says, guessing I hear satellite of love before they hear the end of this bit. Oh. Partying like you're outdoors, does that mean peeing on the couch? <laughs> What's with fake voice, Fez? Because he's selling it. Fez uses the same rules for his lemon parties. Oh. 
holy shit, Fez is only halfway through the list that we're all what we've all already read an hour ago. He's fine. Um, here's Keith Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, hey guys, hey uh, Fezzy, I need some advice. Yes, sir. Um, my my wife and I are thinking about having a Super Bowl party, and uh, and by the way, I've been listening to you guys for six about six years, and you are on your game right now. You you've, you've never Fez is back. That. Fez is definitely back. He's had a couple oh, of big fucking weeks, and that's exactly why I wanted his advice as far as parties go. This is perfect timing. I've been to a lot of parties. Um, of course, you know, I'm a Steeler fan, and we have six fun parties. Um, but uh, I've been to parties where, you know, they invite a bunch of people. There's one room with one TV, and people are jockeying for position to, you know, to watch the game, which can be kind of un- uncomfortable. Sure. Yeah. Now, my, my, my wife thinks that we should – I'm going to have a party uh, next week, invite all of our friends. But, you know, we have two rooms upstairs with um, – you know, decent-sized TV, and then downstairs we have a... Hold on, I'm just getting a noose over the fucking thing. I'm lowering I'm just putting it around my neck now. Keep going. <laughs> I think next week Wait. is really bad to have a Super Bowl party. Okay. Can I please finish? Hello? Anyway... What is your um, question? What? What is it? What do you want to know? I want to know... Um, if I should have a party with three with three different rooms, my wife my wife thinks that having three different rooms is going to split the party up too much. No, it's a do your three room party. People can mingle room to room. You think well, so? Would okay. People mingle during the Super Bowl. Okay, you want to get in a seat fine. and stay there. That's like What's saying that? you want to mingle at a fucking concert. Or at an actual game. I'd rather have a three room party where everyone can watch. Then try to cram everybody into one where half the people aren't seeing the TV. Okay. I, don't, I don't understand why that many people need to watch a game together. Whether it's three room or Fez's thing of too many people packed in a room. You know what, with that many people coming, probably some of them aren't even going to be watching the game. Or at least a good chunk of them. Because then they just turns into a party. Women and their kids. <laughs> they blow up the football every time. That's the next thing on the list, the kids. You know, people love children, but don't <laughs> force them into being part of the Super Bowl party. I don't like kids. Where you're dressing them up, and they're in front of the TV. They don't like it. They don't understand it. They don't get it, so don't try to force them. Don't make a decoration out of your kid. Give I, them something to do during the game. Jeremy said, this is my favorite fezzatorial. Just because it's being done with the same cadence doesn't make it a fezzatorial. Uh, the fezzy just say I want people to watch my three-way? No, I don't believe I said that. John in Virginia. Hey, guys. I was just going to say it sounds like Fez is planning a Super Bowl party from hell this year, but... Uh... Next year, since you're married, you can have yourself a uh, Angels in New York theme. Have Salker Patty serving everybody while you're in the back room getting drilled in the ass by an AIDS victim. I wonder if Fez will change so much after he gets married that we won't even know him anymore. I'm just going to say this. Big Bad Bill is sweet William now. 
You know what the Irish says? He knows the price of potatoes after he gets married. Suddenly now he's looking at stuff he never did before. Oh, there's gonna be there's big changes on the horizon. I hope Fez is prepared for it because right, as of right now, he doesn't want to change up a Super Bowl. I remember one Sunday, I'm uh, walking down the street, First Avenue, and I look across the block, and there's Liam coming out of Bed Bath and Beyond with his chick, and he's holding bags. Why would a man ever be at Bed Bath and Beyond? He needed to help pick out colors for sheets or something. I don't know. I don't even understand that kind of lunacy. I'm I'm more like you, laying on a fucking mattress with no sheet on it. <laughs> it's comfortable. It's still a fucking. It, this is the. You know what? The way Hicks lives would happen to any man if his wife either divorced him or died. They would just turn around and go, when did I become Hicks? I haven't shaved. Uh, I fell asleep in my clothes. Whatever. So what happens? I just look in the bottom of the fucking uh, tub and realize that the water must have been turned off for two weeks. It's a Spartan lifestyle. Primo Mike says, here's one. If you show up and there's no TV, get out of there. Jay Bradley said, why are you reading the comments, Fez? Ronnie told you not to. I haven't looked at them. And then finally, there <laughs> is dessert, which people turn a sheet cake into a football field. Happens every year. Hey, I do not do that. No, at bad Super Bowl parties. Well, how do you know if you only come to my house? Trust me, there's so many pictures of Super Bowl uh, field cakes okay, online. I, I do trust you then. Oh, well, if it's really good cake, though. Sure, it's fun to have a Super Bowl party. But sure... You have to be careful what you're doing with your cakes. And sure, you want to have your friends over. Hex, um, you guys just sit there and drink beer without even thinking food? Uh, if, if, if I was throwing the party, yeah. there would be no... I, I would just concentrate on the alcohol. <laughs> like, listen, come over, man. But you know you're going to get fucking pissed drunk. But food-wise, you're on your own fucking own. Uh, but when I go to other people's places, they they think about it. I'd love know. to see you with some of your ragtag friends. It's a fucking train wreck. Remember when you did that podcast with that guy who talked exactly like you? I'll still do. I cited radio. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Every like two weeks. How many podcasts are you on? A few. When are you doing one with Jenny Hutt? I'm not doing one with Jenny Hutt. You know why? She fucking blew this fucking shit off. Fucking crazy, lady. What the fuck are you doing? Whatever. Won't sing at Fez's fucking uh, wedding? Come on. Angering. But yeah. Let me just say this and try to let it in. I just want to say this to you while you're still alive. I love you when you get crazy for no reason. <laughs> I love you when you turn on a poor woman like that who had nothing to do to take that heat. Oh, she yeah? wants to come on next week to promote something that's going on in her show. She wants to promote something, but yeah. she... 
won't fucking sing. She doesn't want to sing. She doesn't fucking... She Sound, feels uncomfortable. Though. Sounds like, to me, this is just to me, that she just wants to use and never give. She can use all she wants. She's got something big to promote. They're going to do something on the radio there. Because she's kind of doing like a woman show now. It's going to be the first on-air abortion. Um, an on-air abortion is bigger than an on-air wedding? Yeah, because they're both going to be abortions. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry, Fez. Keep going. Oh, that was it for uh, the Nightmare Super Bowl party things Boy, to avoid. It didn't really end up with any summation. Just end it with... Just end it, kind of. Next thing I know, let's talk about an abortion. Chucky, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Oh, Fezzy's on the money with that. The edible cake, uh, the edible uprights on the football field cake. You, know, you get some sort of candy-formed uprights that are great to, uh, great to eat after a cake's done or even midway. And then sometimes you go a step further, and the footballs are of a candy variety, and you could flick them through the uprights, play that old field goal game. Right, see, I think you're not understanding. You act like it's great, and Fez is saying he hates it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want food that someone's going to feel the need to play with. But I, I don't like this, Fez, and they do it on the cake shows. The It looks like a clay that they mold around the cake. Like I... Like a marzipan, I think they call it, or something. No, there's some other word. Oh, it's a fondant. Fondant, yeah. That's, yeah. A word. that's how they make the create these elaborate. The marzipan is almost like a um, a frosted thing, right? It's like almost like a hard marshmallow or something. Yeah, yeah. That, but the the fondant is what the, how they make these crazy designs. Yeah, that's what they do on Cake Boss. I'm like, okay, it does look like a fucking mailbox, but guess what? No one wants to eat it because you've molded Play-Doh or, no offense, Fez's dick all around the outside of a cake. See, I'm doing callbacks from this morning. That's what fucking's happening right now. I'm doing callbacks from when I wasn't even there. Look, this is fucking cake. Looks like a train. Thanks, Fondant. It's a Harry Potter train, though. Magic train. I haven't, I haven't watched Harry Potter's. God, you would love it. There's a unicorn in it. I don't fucking like unicorns. I thought you liked magic. I like Game of Thrones. Sure, there's some magic in it. They all have dragons. Yeah, there's dragons. Is dragon in Harry Potter? Yeah. I didn't make it that far. I watched the first couple. There's like eight of them, right? Like, this fucking shit's for real. Like, yeah, I stopped watching once I... Felt aroused by Hermione. I'm like, this is just going to lead to fucking trouble. You know, there's, there's, they got upskirts of her, right? The paparazzi? No, but, I don't even believe that. I don't want to say it. But she's of age. Yeah, but you like seeing the upskirts of your niece. Sick. Jesus, that's hot. Oh, see? That's what I didn't want to say. It's okay, because, you know, she's of age. What's her real name? Emma something? There we go. Emma Thompson. Yeah. Stop it, Hicks. Here's her titty popped out. All right, Fez, get back. You, things that you do like about parties. What do you like about parties? Going with your brother? No, I like, uh, I like hanging out with you during the Super Bowl. Love the commercials. I've mentioned that. And when the and why do you just like all the stuff on the Super Bowl the right way? If you look at that on the iBang, stop 
selling. Um, why do you like fucking hanging out with you with me when I'm not even slightly nice to you? <laughs> Look, I want you to understand something. I see through you. I get it now. What do you get? I know who you are. The game is over. Yeah, and you still like me. Yeah, by all the great stuff that I say. Let me see how I can put this as nicely as possible. If you come to my house for the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. I'm going to shoot you in the kneecaps. And I'm going to do it with an illegal gun. No. And then I'm going to put that gun in your hand. I'm going to call the fucking nut hut and say that you showed up and shot yourself in the kneecaps. All right, you want to hear a spoiler alert, or you want to put your hands over your ears, Fuzz? I'll put my hands over my ears. Super Spo Bowl spoiler alert? Yeah. Spoil me. Spy report. Wait, don't we have a spoiler alert? Mm. It's probably in there. I can go... Uh... We don't have to. Okay. Might just be off that, that I'll just page. do this, and you'll know it's what it means. White people are so scared of black people. Anyway... See, there is a thing that says spoiler alert, but it doesn't work on 42. The fuck? It yells out, key night assigned. All right, I, I could change that. We could do this. Who tweeted? <laughs> Franklin. Is it Franklin? All right, Fez, here is the spoiler alert. <laughs> I'll see if anyone is offended by this or sees this as political, or is it just nice? But before the Super Bowl, the kids of Sandy Hook are going to sing. Now, I, I know this is going to be touching. It's going to break my heart. But the NRA guys are going to feel like you've now turned the Super Bowl into a chance to ban weapons. Maybe we ought to put that up on the iBang. Um, they're going to be singing America the Beautiful. And then into a song, take all the guns, take all the guns, all right. save the children. All right. the, the second song should not be sung. Save the children, take the guns, go into the house and take the guns. It's like Les Mis. Oh, that fucking movie's so good. I saw almost 20 minutes of it, and I have to tell you, I did cry. Because wow. I thought to myself, it's still on. You should have stuck with it, man. Fucking, there's like it goes like seventeen years of this dude's life. I got the porno thing, Lalez, and it is good. All right, eight six six Ron zero Fez, eight six six Ron zero Fez. The kids from Sandy Hook will be singing before the Super Bowl. Political or sweet? Um, what do you think, Chris? I think it's sweet. Those all those little kids get to go to the Super Bowl. I love it. I think it's whatever. The kids had a fucking rough time. So they should get a little something. I no. think it's fine. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fucking associate with fucking politics. It's just kids went through fucking, you know, this shit. Now they get to bring them to the Super Bowl. Fucking have but when you see those kids, doesn't a party you go, we need to take the guns away from gun owners? No. I I I I I I still don't think this should be, it's not going to work. 
people are still going to be fucking shooting each other. So why would the kids showing up? It's nice to have these, these kids went who had the fucking. Did this. you see the song on there when they were singing? Did we put that up or are we putting it up after the show today? It's good friends of ours. Um, Chris Franz and Tina Weymouth have gone up and recorded the kids oh, man. singing "Somewhere Over the Rainbow," and I got news for you, dude. Yeah, Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. Oh no, Niagara Falls. Um, here's Jack in Alabama. You're on the Run of Fez show. Afternoon, Ron. Hey. I think that's totally political having the Newtown kids singing, but whatever. Now, what um, what what makes it political for you? Dredging it back up in a time when you're trying to get away from uh, the reality of, of world events. I'm trying to watch a football game. See, I get that aspect as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like, maybe if you wanted to just say, you know, have them do it one night on some TV program, The Tonight Show, whatever. Because I got news for you. It's going to fucking bust my heart. Yeah. And hey, that, Rod, yeah. not to change the subject, have you seen at Sundance the Muscle Shoals documentary? I've heard about it. I hear it's phenomenal. I was just hoping you, maybe you could get the producers or director on and, and do an interview like you did. I would love to have them. Do you know them at all? Or? No, no, Ron, right, I'm going to put I'm, Hicks on it. Normally, after Sundance, you. sometimes it takes those guys six months to a year before they get a, a release thing. I mean, we finally got... Uh, the the searching for Sugar Man folks in, uh, you know, twelve uh, months after it appeared at Sundance, and I was waiting all that time to see it. Um, here is uh, Alan in Dallas. You're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I don't know, Ron, if putting the Sandy Hook kids out. You're using a fake name, dude. You call here under other names. It drives me nuts. You just gotta fucking stop it. You're fucking like a like a lunatic, um, Chris. You're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Ron. How are the Newtown kids going to sing the Super Bowl when they're dead? Not all of them were killed. This is the survivors. Oh, okay. I thought it was the dead ones you're talking about. No. All right. Let's put up the. Uh, this is the Chris Franz, uh, Tina Weymouth uh, video. Group of kids, the Newtown Music Project. We've been talking about them all. What are they doing in Good Morning America? As well, I'm here with Amy Roebuck. And Amy, you spent so much time. That's not the one that I saw. That's not the one with Tina. Mm, Forget that one. I like to do the real one. So, Fed, you didn't hear any of it. I didn't. I didn't hear it, but I saw um, on the computer screen. Oh, what it said? Yeah. So you already know. Now I know. So you sat there with your fingers in your ears for no fucking reason. You're like a baby sometimes. That's why I can't have you come over. Because I'm going to see this thing and I'm going to want to disarm you. And take your guns. I wish they would just fucking bring back Kenny Rogers to saying, Ruby, don't take your guns to town. I'm sure he's down. There's not going to be a fucking dry eye in the house when these kids are singing. Nope. It's going to be fucking heartbreaking. Here's the kids from from Newtown. Bearded. 
Is he got a hickey on his neck? I think that's the air Kenny Rogers has nothing to do with this discussion. <laughs> That's Kenny Rogers. That was the fucking Newtown kids. I fucking feel like an idiot. Can I tell you something? You put on a pair of your fucking shades and you look like Kenny Rogers. <laughs> oh, Ruby. How's the voting going on that? Political stop it at 82.35%. Jeez. Really sweet and touching, 17.65. Damn. How would you vote, Fez? Political or touching? Sweet and touching. But do you want sweet and touching before the fucking Super Bowl? You want to think about kids being shot before the Super Bowl? I I think I don't see anything wrong with it whatsoever. It's Watch this. This is Chris Franz and uh, Tina Weymouth, our very, very good friends. I've done this. By the way, it looks beautiful up there, too. <laughs> All these kids are survivors from the show. Everybody all together. We're all going to be doing it together. You guys are ready, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So,
uh, the kid singing is up on the iBank. Uh, that's the kid from Newtown who also be singing America the Beautiful at the uh, Super Bowl. Um, here is um, Scott. You're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah. Um, I think it's absolutely political move, you know. It's not what they're known for. It's not like these kids travel the United States singing. You know, it's sent them to the Super Bowl, sure. I don't see where it's um, political one bit. I mean, watching that video... So why didn't the 9-11 survivors get get to come to the Super Bowl and sing? We did mention 9-11 survivors during the Super Bowl. You too did. Yeah. Um, You know what? These kids, they've been through this ordeal. They want to come sing at the Super Bowl. It's As a tribute right. to the friends, but but it's not their idea. But, 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 but it's whether you're for whether you're for guns against guns. Guess what? Sandy Hook is all our responsibility in this country. Did I just bring this up though? They're coming down by bus, and Joe Biden's driving it. I mean, I just I feel for the kids. I love this thing that they've done, but you can't look at it and say. It's not a political move. Obviously it is. And they're now going to have an audience of 60, 70, 80 uh, million people. And you can't believe that some of the votes won't be just like what Fez is right now. You're in tears. I'm just, it's that video. It's incredibly moving. And it's so sweet. And it belongs at the Super Bowl. But do you want to cry during the Super Bowl? Do you want to cry at the Super Bowl? Or you just want to make this a football game? No offense to everybody. And there's so many great causes. But you have to go back to what Blowhart was talking about earlier. Why can't this just be about football? Um... Here's Joe in New Jersey. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Yeah. My, the point I wanted to make was that if they want to do something very nice for the kids, or oh, go for it. Bring them down, meet the players, see the game. The fact they want to put them on TV to sing sad songs is 100% political. Now, why wouldn't they be ashamed of themselves for doing that? They shouldn't be ashamed of themselves. Why should these little kids have to be ashamed about what happened at Sandy Hook? That's a ridiculous thing to say. They shouldn't be ashamed of themselves. He's talking about the people who took them there. It's not up to the children, Fez. You said the kids wanted to go to the football. They wouldn't know whether they should go and sing there. Um, You can't not say that the gun thing isn't political in the country right now. And I absolutely think it should be discussed but up front, uh, I think the NRA is going to move in a little bit. I think the non-gun people have to move in a little bit. we got to get somewhere. But just trying to use this, because you can't be a person and look at this and not be touched by it. And this is the kind of stuff that they do before they ask for money somewhere. They'll bring somebody in. To... Oh, here is a kid from Kenya, and he wants to tell you. That is the, you know, move your mind into something. And this worked for me. This, uh, you know, felt the same way. Um, here's uh, Eric. You're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Run of Fez? Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I'd like to ask this. I don't remember the Columbine kids getting to go to the Super Bowl and sing in it. No, I guess no one thought of it then. Uh, oh, well, it was, I can't uh, believe that I can't believe that you hate kids this much. That you never want to see the faces of these kids who were also victims that day and were terrorized by gun violence. It's the Super Bowl. Let's make sure we never see their faces again. Now, don't you think that we get to see them on the news? Don't you think there's been a lot of articles being written about this? The only other point of it is, at the same time, are these kids being exploited for a political view? Because they're not old enough to decide one way or another. I think they're being treated to a trip to the Super Bowl and a chance to perform. Did they perform before? I mean, was this... Are they just the Survivors Chorus? I think the kids are fantastic. I think they're all beautiful. But I would like the um, Super Bowl to be a Super Bowl. Uh, this didn't come up until late in the show, so we'll pick up on it tomorrow. Um, anything that we need to plug or any prizes to give out? Yeah. First of all, go to the iBang, play What's Hicks Humming. It's a Jock Jams edition. Oh, God, it's terrible. No, it's I, terribly good. I can't imagine that anybody will want to do this. Yeah, they, test yourselves. Test yourselves. I will yourselves. tell you, you, you can't win. I think I think I did a better job on this one. Though. A few people are lying and on the, and saying they got a hundred percent, and I'm calling them outright liars here. You're liars, and also saying this: you're from a family of liars, scumbags. One lies and the other swears to it. Also, that's your family. <laughs> also, Rachel Dratch unmasked. Oh, that's going to be up. fantastic. It's going to be a week from today here at SiriusXM Studios. That's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be awesome. Fucking rocking it. There's no reason to say that kind of stuff after. It's going to be rocking that unmasked dog. See, that, Rachel Dratch That's style. where you run into trouble. <laughs> Just you make this sta- statement, that's fine. And then later you try to hipster it up. Hipster it up? Um, Fez, you want us to vote against guns? Or you got anything you need to plug? Well, if you're having a Super Bowl party this weekend, two ways to help on the iBank. Super Bowl the right way, and things to avoid at your Super Bowl party. <laughs> See you guys tomorrow. And that's the end of my show. Donk. Thanks for listening to today's Ron and Fez show. We hope you enjoyed it. For your convenience, this program will re-air tonight at 1 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. This show is available with SiriusXM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand for details. Predictably enough, the Opie and Anthony show is next on the Opie and Anthony channel.